Genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics today. I am your host, Adam Sheehan, and I'm here today with your panel of co-hosts, Sean Petit. What's up, everyone? Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Hello. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, we may ruin them. Uh, we're also going to do our best to try to catch you up on anything you may or may not have read our top stories today are House of X number five by Jonathan Hickman and Pepe Larraz and Absolute Carnage three by Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. So, uh, yeah, let's start things off with top picks. Sean, you want to kick it off? Sure. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, so my top pick for the week, again, as usual, <laughs> is um, the one written by Jeff Lemire, but it's a uh, Black Hammer Age of Doom. This is two weeks in a row for you with the with the, Black Hammer, with Black Hammer specifically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is Jeff Lemire, obviously, and then I guess it's Dean Ormston doing the art. Ormston, yeah. Ormston, mm-hmm. yeah. I can read this week. <laughs> you got it. So I feel like, and I don't track like when arcs are ending, but this feels like the end of this arc. Yo, it's the end of the book, right? So I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm gonna it's, get. I there. didn't know. I, I mean, I I work at a comic book store. I feel like I should have had some kind of warning. Yeah, because they've kind of like rebooted this rebooted slash ended the series with the first because the first let's say it's a 12 issue story arc and then it yeah. like it didn't really end it was just kind of like okay here's the next part yeah and then, okay. end of a story arc not an end of a story and this is like the flat the end dude this is wild yeah so um the black hammer age of dune is kind of like it's like the second part of the story is they're off the farm and they've kind of reset into the world into Spiral City, into which Spiral is City. kind of their metropolis. But like a, uh, but this newest version is they don't remember who they are, so they're just living in the world. Except for um, the only person that has like a weird inkling is the daughter of Black Hammer. She's like the legacy character. She's taken over Correct. being Black Hammer. Correct. So she has a memory of her. her so she's and her got, father. and then she's got this like nagging, like I gotta go figure out what the heck happened to. Yeah, because she my had like dad. a dead end job and everything. Sucks. Yeah, and she's like, this isn't what I'm supposed to yeah, be doing. So this, she, something's wrong. There was just like that itch. Yeah. So she's like, goes off, kind of recapping the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. eight. <laughs> basically, this is like the twelfth. Yeah, issue. a lot. <laughs> so basically, what happens is she gets through, and she eventually gets to the point where she goes to like. I don't even know how to call it. like the Black Hammer Hall of Justice. And well, like, she she grabs like the quote unquote Mjolnir. She finds the Black Hammer the and Black then like Hammer. it's like teleported. And it's like, hey, dad. And like her, her dad's like in this like world where he's like not dead, but like he's more like like a Valhalla type yeah, place like for Valhalla. Black Hammer. Yeah. Or Black Hammer. Like he's he's I guess. like the Thor-ish character. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. O- yeah. Like that. Thor kind of... meets New Gods-ish character right. of the Black Hammer universe. So, so now she is Black Hammer. And now she's kind of been set out into the world and figured out that this, uh, there's this character called the anti-god that is coming. And it's like, that's like the end all of be all. Well, he's the one who sent them to the farm in the first place. That's who they were fighting in the beginning of the book. Yeah. So she goes back into this world and starts finding the rest of the black, the team that's on the farm. Cause that's their justice league basically to kind of go and help them and also save the world type of thing in like the best way so she's finding them and just like bops them on the head with the black hammer and then they get their memories back <laughs> which is kind of great so boop, boop. so that kind of recaps it but then through the story so now they're in this the last issue they're on the last character 
Uh, yeah, and she's they, woken everybody up. She got she got Abraham Slam. She got Gail. She got like everybody. Uh, talkie walkie. Talkie, yeah. Uh, and uh, Barbalia. Barbalia. Yeah. She, so she, everyone's there, and now they've the last one is Madame Dragonfly. Yeah. Who is the person that created the um the farm the farm illusion that they were stuck in the first time around to kind of protect them from uh being killed by the anti god. So they kind of go through the book, <laughs> Gale. Just going hard on the sass right from the jump. <laughs> Always. I this love is the uh, the old lady who was stuck in a nine-year-old's Cor- body? Yeah, correct. Yep. And she hates Madame Dragonfly for what she... Well, she hated her in the farm in the beginning because she's just very like, like you're just a total bee to us for no reason. Well, she was super standoffish, very isolated, yeah. and stayed separated but the, then, the whole time. But then she finds out that she's the reason she's been stuck and, as a nine-year-old yeah. on a farm with these people that she didn't want to be stuck with for 10 years. And yeah. she's like, oh, you ruined my life in like such a dramatic way. Yeah, like, like for yeah, sure. Very, very like vindictive of her. So they're kind of talking and Black Hammer's like, all right, I'm going to bop you. And she's like, do not touch me. <laughs> and they're kind of arguing back and forth. And then um, basically Black Hammer's like, you don't need to bop me. Or bop, we don't need to do it because you already remember everything. <laughs> Gail has such a good, once, once a lying bee, always a lying bee. It's such a good line. <laughs> and she was like, oh. It takes, takes one, one to, to know, know one, one. <laughs> as, a, as a reply. And then she like transforms she trans- into Madame Dragonfly. She's like, yeah, you're right. I was lying all along. I knew that this was, I, yeah. I've known all along. Yeah. So basically she's like, yeah, I've known along. I created this other illusion because she's like, you guys got a second chance. I figured I'd create one for me to get my family back and all this stuff. And they kind of talk through it. She's like, you know, and Abraham's like, oh, you, if you were like not dumb, you would have realized we're your family <laughs> instead of just ignoring us this you entire time dumb. and being sad. <laughs> Uh yeah, so once they get that out of the way, they're like, okay, um, anti god is coming and he's gonna kill everything because he is like the yin to their yang. You know, it's the yin and yang thing. Like basically, if these characters exist in this universe, the anti god will come. Will always like it's always. like this thing, no that, matter what. Yeah, like the the yeah. they have to match. So if they don't yeah. exist in this universe, anti god will not either. So now they're t- figuring out basically, okay. Like we could fight him, but he's the anti god, and so it's just gonna keep happening over and over going again. To work. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, okay, do we sacrifice ourselves basically and remove ourselves from this universe to save the universe? So they're kind of going back and forth. And the first time Madame Dragonfly did it, she's like, I can't. I don't know if I could do it again. And Gail's like, uh, no, I don't. I'm not trying to do this at all. I'm not getting stuck again. Like this I'd is. I'd rather die than be there again. I'd rather yeah. die than barbarians. Like at least we would die together which is kind of cute. Yeah. They're, they're little bub- they're buddies. <laughs> um, yeah, I got, I got to read this when it, when it's it a, comes it's out. It's a fantastic It's a beautiful read. book. Yeah. Like, beautiful is the only way I can describe it. So basically, it, really. Gail's upset, like, and then she's like, I've pretty much missed out on all this stuff. And then um, the character Sherlock Frankenstein, Sherlock right? Frankenstein, yeah. Shows up Sherlock and, Frankenstein. Yeah, that so is his name. that's like her love interest in the actual world before, like, outside of like the actual yeah, so black like hammer book before during the in the black hammer universe before she got transported to the farm when she had control over her powers when she could go back and forth between her real age and her gale golden gale like form she had this relationship with a villain so sherlock frankenstein is like this like mad scientist villain that she would fight when she was a superhero and then she would tr- de-transform into her regular 
and then like have this love affair with them. So it was this back Weird. and forth, like yeah, like mm-hmm. they were kind of like they'd play the game when they were hero villain, and then they'd go back to their lives, and it was just like it was just, it was really beautiful. They talk about it, and he has a spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you find out a lot more about him in that book. Yeah, yeah. and he kind of comes back as like I don't know what was going on, but I knew I had to find you, and now we're together, and we can face anything together. So yeah. they're like. Like, I lost you once. I'm the, not going to lose yeah, you again. Yeah, so they're very much in love. Yeah. And then, basically, so they're all trying to figure out what they want to do, and then they just see this giant eye come out with that's, of like... The, of the sky. Of the sky. And, like, <laughs> yep, there he, it, it's, some, it's coming. Like, there's anti-god. <laughs> we got to do something about this. And then Madam Dragonfly is like, all right, I can't really do it like I did before, but I, I, got, I got something. I could try something. Uh, and then she basically turns herself into, like, this dragonfly-looking, like, portal. portal. Yeah. And everyone's like, uh, and then Abraham's just like, he just, he just goes for it. He's like, leap of faith, man. And then they just, they all run into, uh, Madam Dragonfly's portal, <laughs> her or her portal and Black Hammer, like it tells them to shut it. So there's a couple panels and then it kind of focuses on them just doing dishes. And then you see Abraham, uh, and the woman he kind of fell in love with on the farm the first time. Who is a completely fictional character that Madame Dragonfly cooked Correct. up for him, but he's happy with her. So yes, they're very happy together. Yeah. So like they're back in the farm, they're living, and then <laughs> uh, Paul, they call him, Barbalian, yeah. shows up with the love interest from the first part, which was, I believe, the minister. Priest, yeah. In, in the town, which was <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so now they appear to be together and with their child, maybe adopted child, Gail. Yeah, child. Who calls child Abraham child. grandpa <laughs> with her little robot toy, which yep. looks a lot like Talkie Walkie. Yep. <laughs> so they're all treating like this seems very normal. Yeah, very nuclear family. You see Sherlock, he seems to be like the neighborhood kid and Gail's like this Yeah, he's kid. like Sherlock is transformed from an old man into a yeah, young Yeah, so kid. they're like 10-year-old normal rivalry. He's like, "Oh, hey Gail." And she's like, "Sherlock." <laughs> like very very little girl to a little boy type of thing. But so they clearly <laughs> kind of like each other. And yeah, so there's they're just kind of going back and forth like a normal family gathering. So this whole time I'm reading this, I'm like, "Okay, they don't know what's happening. They're like, where's the other, like, when's the other shoe going to drop? Yeah. And they kind of, Abraham's just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy. Like, this feels great. This is awesome. And it kind of zooms out and it zooms out into like the eye of a dragonfly and then zooms out even farther. And then that dragonfly lands on Black Hammer's finger. So the, like, they're, Weird. yeah, they're in an alternate reality inside a dragonfly. It's, it's like, that's what it seems. And the way that I read it, they actually do know where they are now. Like, at least this time they had the choice. I don't to think go they there. do. I think they do. I think that's the point. They'll, oh, they'll, they'll finally so... be happy because they don't know. And they're just going to live their life. I think that was the idea. Mm, see, I, before, I read it as this. Well, I read it as before they knew that they were trapped, but they didn't know why. They knew who they were still. This is a reboot. These are di- they're different people. See, in my opinion, I think that they know why they're there, but they also had the choice to go there. I don't think so. Cause Maybe. W- I don't know. That's a really interesting... Gail wouldn't be happy. Call it, he, she wouldn't call Abraham grandpa. Ever. Because they're not trying to hold up a guise anymore, I don't yeah. think. I think that's the thing. Maybe. I think they she reset the reality for them and said, you guys can be happy and I'll just be a dragonfly, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But like we we both could be right. Or yeah. We both could, I have Honestly, no idea. I think I think that choose your own adventure kind of thing about yeah. that is very interesting, but I think the important part the important takeaway is that they're all happy and that's a really nice So yeah, it's either a really sad book 
or it's a really happy ending I think, to this I think book. I'm not sure. I think it says something about you and me that you saw them as just happy and I saw them as accepting their fate. So they're all in a dragonfly? They're but all in that's a dragonfly. What we're right, being so they're just going to get hit by a bus in like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that could definitely happen. Yeah, that's what you've been but they wouldn't to know. They'd just be like, yeah. oh, gone. I don't know. Like, so like, What happens when a dragonfly dies? Yeah, so I don't know if this book's over. <laughs> I no, I, I believe it. Well, here's the thing. Or this arc is over. I know for a for fact sure. that there are more spin-off books. So like Sherlock right. Frankenstein was a spin-off. To there's build the other. world. So there's one coming out called like Skull Digger and Bone Boy, which looks <laughs> right. super cool. All right. And it's like from the world of Black Hammer. So okay. it's another like vigilante, like punishery type of hero, I That's think. It's actually kind of awesome. Yeah, I'm, and the art is so cool. I, really I forget cool. the artist's name, but it is so cool looking. So I'm really excited for that. But I don't know if that means that well, Black Hammer is these characters. Yes. Well, just yeah, yeah like from the world. It could that be they like a, just a Black Hammer book that's, now, because she's the only one that's remaining in the world. Yeah, that so would it be could super be, cool. It could just turn into a book about Black Hammer. Yeah, that'd which be is super just, cool. Which is just. And her taking care of her pet dragonfly. Which is just Lady Thor at this point. There's <laughs> just an issue where she loses it and has to oh, like, run away and try to capture it. <laughs> Who the hell's my dragonfly? Guys, did you see a dragonfly fly <laughs> There's a whole farm with a bunch of people in it inside that dragonfly. Oh, God. I need it's it. really important. I left the door open. It flew out. We need to find my dragonfly. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was, uh, again, I didn't think this was the end. And I was like, holy oh, crap. Oh, there it goes. That's oh, it. Yeah. Okay, this is happening. I honestly it, don't know how there could be more. Oh, I don't oh, know for, At least for these characters. You're right. Yeah. Black Hammer could have more. I think, yeah. But, but I, like for Gale and Abe and Barbalian. I'd, it's very satisfying. If it this is, is the end, I think it would be a really good wrap up. It for doesn't them, need for more. Sure. It's, I agree. it's beautiful. I really liked it a lot. So. But like, even if you haven't read it and you're just listening to our synopsis of the very end of it, it's there's so much depth to but it that we first, can't even we get to. Yeah, we didn't cover like the first 12 issues, which is heartbreaking, heartbreaking. And it's beautiful so good and, though yeah yeah so you, that this is like the second 12 issues they like, call it age of reading, doom but it's still the, the same story reading the whole first story arc where they're just trapped on the farm you forget that there's the mystery of why they're trapped on the farm you just and you're just so it. wrapped up yeah in the character development you get so attached to these characters it's beautiful yeah, this kind of sounds like superhero lost it is yeah 100 yeah. no, is that's a great way to describe it actually but like good <laughs> <laughs> oh, <hot take>. <laughs> um yeah so i would highly recommend it i know the first six issues are in tr- the first there's three trade paperbacks right now there will be yeah, four the first altogether. 18 issues of this yeah. there's 24 now are in trade yeah just go buy them it's great <laughs> yeah oh, it's okay. uh yeah that's my first pick nice casey what do you got all right, so y'all want to get heavy are you ready to get heavy oh god this one uh so Uh-oh. i got second coming number three so if you're not familiar with Second Coming, the premise of the book, it was it was supposed to be a Vertigo book and Evangelical Christians got it canceled because they they protested it so hard. So now it's through Ahoy Comics. Um, it's and now Vertigo doesn't even exist. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's really a win for Boom, Second Coming. Got him. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's Mark Russell writing it and Richard Pace doing the art. And um, the premise is God, capital G God, is disappointed in his... Uh, hippy dippy, uh, lovey dovey son, Jesus, Jesus. Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ, and he thinks he's a bad god. He's like, you're not good. You're, you're, you know, you don't have enough like oomph to be a good god. You don't so, smite enough. Yeah, to be a yeah, good yeah. Because he's very yeah. Old Testament, so he's like, ah, I don't like your like New Testamenty kind of like vibe. So I'm going to send you to Earth to hang out with a real god, basically Superman. They call him Sunstar, uh, but you, the look and the act and the everything Superman. is Superman. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so this is issue. Even dating a reporter. Yeah, I mean they they, they try. They don't try at all to yeah. make the distinction yeah. between Superman and this character. But there's like, a, that whole subplot where they're like trying to adopt a baby. Super odd. Which is like really sad. But also, yeah, it's, everything about this is like incredibly funny and sad and thought provoking, and everything about it is is I tremendous. Just, yeah, my favorite panel of the book was him bowling with a globe. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. Just really the enjoyed. very first, I, very yeah, first I just, panel. I really enjoyed that. I love God's like mannerisms. Like, oh yeah, cheese and crackers. <laughs> yeah, and so strange. So and him just like messing with people when they get to heaven. Like he just <laughs> screws with them yeah, and the, stuff. Like, there yeah. was that yeah. one guy. He's like, oh, uh, it says here that you were fond of playing mean pranks on people. Well, it looks like you didn't get into heaven. You're being cast into the lake of fire. <laughs> just the kidding. Like, <laughs> the yeah. guy's like, gotcha. like having a total breakdown. Yeah. He's like, there is no lake of fire, but it doesn't feel good when people play mean. <laughs> pranks on he does it so yeah. good yeah so so the way i've been kind of like looking at this book so far is three issues in the way i've been seeing it is like capital g god is old testament uh jesus christ is new testament but superman kind of represents like might makes right like american conservatism like kind of evangelical christianity like the more culture of christianity so it's this like really incredible thought-provoking like theology discussion like wrapped up in a in a funny book yeah it's pretty heavy i originally didn't want to talk about this yeah just because it gets it can get a little uncomfortable covering books like this but well okay so so sometimes art is uncomfortable here's the thing to make you even more uncomfortable uh so i'm a satanist (laughs) (laughs) just to just go go right on it only took us four episodes Uh, yeah that's that's pretty good (laughs) i got some hot takes for you i know you do but like the way that i see it like it's not a satanist in the sense that like i'm gonna like you know kill somebody at an altar and perform some blood ritual it's a satanist in the sense that like i want to worship myself i don't think that there's anything above myself and i'm really doing myself a disservice if i worship anything above myself i don't believe in any kind of like creator any of that kind of stuff but that doesn't mean that this theology isn't brilliant you know what i mean like i think that there's a lot of really good takeaways from christianity as a source and i think that there's a lot of really cool things to be taken away from this book because of it because the the book is like dissecting what true christianity means versus what america and like modern like culture has interpreted from it yeah and and like yeah it's very interesting i think it's like like the whole round two of this of Jesus coming back is like because they killed him the first time. Yeah, God was not God was happy so about mad. That. And he's like so mad that they killed his son. And he's like, it's two thousand years later. Jesus, is like, let me try again. Yeah, let me give him a shot. And then because like, you know God, it's just Jesus yeah. is so forgiving. So his agreement yeah. is to go with this Superman esque character who is more like God than. So he thinks it'll like rub off on Jesus, yes. and eventually he'll like see the light. For yeah, lack of a exactly. I really like or it from him. a yeah, or protect from a, him. Yeah, I like it from a superhero perspective because Jesus is a Silver Age superhero. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. His yeah, belief in uh, like justice or uh, people's right ability wrong. to be to be better. good. Yeah, it trumps everything yeah. that he because the superman the, the more golden age character is might makes right if i punch him i'll yeah. win and and jesus believes i need to teach you to and they keep you, giving, to, to fix yourself yeah and they keep so, giving superman though that superman character I find those it, problems yeah exactly. it's interesting because it's a revolving um like between the three characters sunstar and god and jesus they all they're all kind of learning something else jesus exactly. is learning that Maybe specifically in this issue, he learns that maybe his philosophy 100% doesn't work always. Well, yeah, kind of like he fell in Watchmen. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, like he's also rubbing off on the on uh, 
the Superman character and kind of teaching him oh, uh, dude, with like this fake Riddler. Yeah, like the, yeah. The, the very Love first, the very first story, like beginning of the story, is like Superman finds this villain. And he's like, all right, you have to pay. And, and Jesus is like, does he really like, what is, what is sending him to prison really going to do? That's just going to be like a recidivist. Like you're not actually helping anything. You're just putting him into a system. So he, he's like, you better enroll in college. Yeah. <laughs> so, and like, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you like around and make sure that you would like, you, you miss know, class. I'm going to yeah. know. Exactly. Studying. Film yeah. studies. No. <laughs> enroll in accounting or yeah. business yeah. or like whatever. Yeah. I wish somebody had given me that advice. Yeah. So like, so Superman, instead of beating him up like he usually would is just like I'm gonna force you to better yourself and this still like very like authoritarian manner but like at least he's learning something from just punch his, him in the face yeah exactly yeah. I was very surprised the rehabilitation when, I, when I started reading it um because I had expected something different I expected the characters to not or to take a hard stance but they all feel really human they do they yeah. even Jesus and God are very human yeah yeah God's reaction to them crucifying Jesus is extremely human yeah. and it might be a little overbearing father but well, it makes it but it's, works it's overbearing father in the sense of like i need to protect you but they and also, not in the sense that i need yeah, to control they also you. have a really good give and take in this issue between jesus and satan yes <laughs> so of, so in this yeah. issue which was a great like tw- reveal i uh, maybe a reveal slash twist on what the actual maybe story really is maybe gonna be yeah yeah, so so in this issue, um, like like the su- Superman character goes off in his own little quest to go back to his hometown because his grandmother oh, breaks so <laughs> she breaks out of the like assisted living, and so he's like he basically goes to his Smallville and like t- just shows his wife around the the neighborhood. But while he's a- doing that, Jesus well, is kind hold of on. Le- let's not skip over the best part about a small town when they try to go to his house. That his his house is turned into a sex shop, <laughs> and the grandma <laughs> walks in. And she's like, "What have they done?" Ron's <laughs> dong calls Ron's dong. Ron's dong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's some pretty so aggressive good. dildos in the window, and then he like drags the grandmother out of the house, like, "Oh God, and no!" There, yeah, and I think, <laughs> and like, up do? until this point, the book's like really bright, and then as soon as you flip over to like Jesus out in the world, it's like dark. Yeah, like it's like a that, which they did do that in the last yeah, issue, and it so kind of like flashes back every once in a while. See the world in a different lens. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's so, a art difference between heaven and earth, yeah. Yeah. which is reminds me of like uh, what uh, JMS's Ten Grand where limbo and heaven and how all have a different like art color, style color scheme yeah yeah so like so J- jesus is just kind of like on an adventure on his own and he goes into a bar called the hail marys uh so which i good. think is also just a great one but then you know satan just comes sits plops down right next to him and jesus is like what did i tell you i i told you i don't want to see your face again and he's like hey man can i just can i just sit and like hang out and he's very he's like, like a smarmy snake oil salesman he no, very yeah, much for is sure. but in and in a very like satanic way and very like he's like you know what I'm not I'm not actually trying to convince you anything. I just want to tell you. And like, you know, that could be very like Yeah. W- w- what does he actually have up his sleeve in the mm-hmm. very like Lucifer Luciferian like a snake in the garden of Eden kind of way. He's like, "Hey man, I just want to tell you that like God didn't send you here to help them. He sent you here to test them because if they screw up again and they kill you again, he's going to just end this." Yeah, I think they phrase it like He's not testing you. He's testing them. He's testing them. Like yeah. It's, yeah, if, yeah. He's if, not trying to see if you can make it down here. He's trying to see if they can accept if, you. And yeah. if they don't accept you, he's going to just smite them. They're just, and there's going to be yeah, that, like the start rapture. Over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the, the human experiment is done. Yeah. Um, and, and then he walks out of the bar. It's like, I don't want to hear it. Like, leave me alone, Satan. And then he walks into a Westboro Baptist Church style protest. And it's just like, because they're protesting the bar. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because it's a gay bar. Yeah, correct. Um, yep. So, so they, like, he walks out and there's, like, the rainbow flag above him. And they're, like, you know, like, these just horrible, horrible... And he's trying to, he's trying to reason with them. Yeah. And, like, he's trying to be like, no, man. So like, good. he's like, I, I wouldn't say this. And they're like, no, but Jesus said... And he's like, no, I didn't. I really didn't <laughs> yeah. say that. Yeah. And they're like, but no, you just need to accept Jesus. He's like, I'm not accepting you. Like, this isn't cool, man. Like, There's I'm not- also that part where he's the, this, like, the cross is the thing that they chose to focus on. Yeah. They're handing yeah. out crosses like yeah. totes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. like that that hurt why'd you pick that one uh <laughs> yeah, yeah th- that whole su- that whole subplot in the first issue where like they talk about the crucifixion but they first talk about that that guy that he took in that yeah, was Shiman. Shiman. yeah. Mm-hmm. and you know he basically gave him his carpenter business because he was like look I, I never wanted to be a carpenter anyway I want to go heal the world so this is yours now and then like more and more the only thing he got jobs to build were crosses and just so like, everyone, everyone hated him. Yeah. yeah, that was that yeah. was rough. And then when he that finds out that he's delivering Jesus's cross, like and then Jesus hugs him and forgives him. It's like yeah. it's like, you know, that's that's the that's, that's that is the true like That's the true like theological Christ. Right. Like n- untainted, like that is And that's what he is But that's what he represents so, so far. And, and Mark Russell is so good at portraying that jesus like yeah. like the like the philosophical jesus and like in a very yeah. few panels so like like that's the jesus i liked when i was a kid exactly you know? and <laughs> that's the what you really want to follow and it's until people get in the way well that's right. superman and, too yeah, yeah. exactly yeah yes. agreed and and there's like this really interesting part where this evangelical christian is coming to it's like well as paul says in the first corinthians and then jesus is like who i never met a paul oh right oh, yeah that's right and he's like paul wrote half the for the, the new testament he's like well i asked james to spread my word i asked peter to spread my word i never even asked paul to spread my jelly <laughs> uh, and then like he's like According to Paul, I never met the man. Leave me alone. He's like, I'm Jesus Christ. And he just kind of goes into this like, like screaming out. fit. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, we got another one. Call the cops. And so Jesus gets arrested for being Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've often said that. I was like, if Jesus is coming back. He would just getting, immediately be. He, he's got no yeah. shot. Yeah, there's just no way. Yeah. He, he stands a chance. Yeah. And like, <laughs> so he ends up in a jail cell. He ends up being like getting the crap kicked out of him. Doesn't and, he get institutionalized? Uh, well, they said, yeah, they said they're, they're going to send him to like the mental institution, Which the, the psychiatric such, evaluation, but he still ends up in yeah. a jail cell. Which is always such an interesting thing thing to me, like when, because he doesn't have ID or anything, when a totally normal person, like if you get submitted to a psych evaluation, if you have no ID or anything, like how do you prove that you're sane? Yeah. That's, I, I mean, that's that. like innocent until proven guilty, unless they're trying to figure out if you're sane or not. And that's like a really much it's harder like a, thing. Yeah. That's like to one prove. of my like fears. Yeah, yeah. I think about that like too much i think yeah. i'm just like yeah. i don't know if i could and then you start panicking and then they're like oh he's insane yeah, yeah right what if i am insane yeah. what if they're right then you just yeah. exactly you feel like and you're it, losing your mind and it's all perspective because exactly. like to a world where we've created this image for jesus christ he is insane because he he defies what these people that supposedly follow jesus stand for well, the you know image what I mean? has been changed huh the image is well in which there's a really years. brilliant panel and it's it has it's a picture of uh (laughs) this sunday let jesus play quarterback and it's just jesus on a billboard holding a football and the panel says god created man in his image but leave man alone long enough and he will return the favor and it's just like so brilliant like so like like paul russell is so good there's a couple panels that just make me stop and put the book down because it's like the 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 philosophy of it is just like it, I feel like it takes years being a priest and writing sermons to come up with something that like poignant. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so like, yeah, that's what it is. It's like like 
the man has changed what the concept of Jesus is. So and Jesus is, him, is insane. And this is him talking like to himself, yes. basically. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is the inner monologue of the book. And more like the so last than. page, I think it was the like, and then the yeah. last two or three. Oh, bubbles, it's, it's rough. It's, it's like it's him like. Uh-oh. I know that I'm late. Uh, yeah, this is Jesus talking to someone else in the cell. He's like, I know I know that I'm late, but I told everyone I was coming back. So now that I'm here, why doesn't anyone believe me? And it's yeah. just him with his face like like just bruised beat, beat and up. bloodied. Yeah. And like, it's just like, oh God, like Jesus is losing faith in the same way that like Satan tested his faith in the first place. Yep. And mm. I just like, as a non-Christian and kind of anti-Christian, I find the philosophy and theology of it all just just brilliant. Like, I just, I can't recommend this book enough to, and it's not because I care about the Bible at all. <laughs> it's, it's almost because I don't. You know what I mean? It's the Bible, it's the Watchmen for Bi- the Bible. It is. It yeah, is. no, I, I think that's accurate. Yeah. It's good. But, like, but it's also more wholesome. I also, yeah, I also yeah, know, like, true. like one of my really good friends is a priest and he's obsessed with this book so it, it really bridges the gap where like yeah sure i can look at it from a like very non-theological like non-christian perspective but somebody who is a christian can look at it in the same way and really take a lot out of it so it's like it's it's really heavy and beautiful and funny and like it's just it has a lot going it has on a lot it has a lot it's beautiful i love that book so much yeah i mean like i i'm i'm pretty non-christian also but it's never been because i i hated jesus yeah it's always been because Most i hated people, it's not that's usually not the case yeah, right. you, can, you can take the book and <laughs> like, the, the book is beautiful and then you put it in someone's hands and you're like oh the the guy that has to interpret it to me sucks yeah <laughs> and that's the problem i've always yeah, had with christianity I, I, i've always just had a problem with with the organized yes religions in general just because there's too much power and control involved yeah. for me. It's I a lot can't. of like dissecting what they want you to take out of it and what's and like of course they want you to believe what they want you to believe because right. the there's a lot of like power structures involved. Yeah. And I know like, it's kind of ignorant of me, but I was kind of disappointed people had a problem with it because it it's oh, not yeah. it's not yeah. directly I don't, I don't like, understand. It's not like they took the Bible and put it in marvel max and just everything <laughs> it's not preacher yeah yeah it's not, not preacher preacher makes sense to be mad about this does yeah, not make sense to be mad about. Right. Like, like if you're a true christian i feel like this is a beautiful book to read because like yeah your your, your indoctrined perspective should be challenged in and a good way Mark, in a way that makes you be like what what could i do to be a better person and to be more christ-like you know what i mean right. i feel like this really understands what it means to be christ-like yeah i i i you recommended this because I knew we were going to be talking about it. I read the first issue. I haven't gotten totally caught up, but I was I was even thinking to myself, like, you know, I don't see how a Christian a Christian group would want to protest this book. It's so pro Christ. Well, it's pro Christ. It's anti Christianity. I think is what I like about it so much. It's pro. It's pro what Christ actually is, and anti what America has turned him into. Well, specifically, I like, I like Russell's note at the end of the first. I think it was the first issue where he's like, "This isn't. This is my interpretation." Yeah. So this is what he's doing with the teachings that he's been given. Yeah. It's really interesting. I think it's pro like faith, anti uh, church establishment, establishment anti yeah. anti church. Yeah pro-faith and like the church could be doing right but this is what it's actually doing you see the yeah what like that that's the whole you see what's been warped over the two thousand years and everything like that Mm -hmm. but like it's not it's not the faith that's changed it's the application of the faith yeah it's the people that are putting it in hands and i'm sure like this is the the low point i'm sure in the series where like christ is questioning his his faith in humanity heavy i'm sure it will be be but i'm sure there will also be like people are naturally good and like things aren't all bad i'm I, i'm sure this book is going to have a lot to say about humanity 
And, and he's got to teach the superhero to not eviscerate well, people say, for stalking <laughs> yes, his wife. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, plus on the flip side... <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, the like second issue the Sunstar crazy. character, they're turning the superhero, on top of everything else, they're having him having very human problems. Mm-hmm. Like, not being able to adopt a kid. His elderly grandmother keeps running away. Like, stuff like and, that. I think and, it and has a talks as much about superheroes as it does, it does. theology. Especially the, the, second, totally the second issue talks about superheroes and specifically like toxic masculinity. Yeah. Like like super the Superman character, like is his wife is Lois Lane, essentially, is a journalist and she's being like harassed by like readers and stalkers and stuff. So he basically is just like, I'm gonna teach them not to Ooh. mess with my wife. And ends up I don't want to spoil it entirely but ends up like making the wrong call and killing an innocent person it was, basically. The, ro- it was the wrong guy it was the wrong guy yeah it's like the same name but a different person yeah but like basically what you've learned now is like your wife told you not to she could handle it no it was just he wrote the wrong address that was it yeah, yeah. the cop told him he the cop gave him wrong. an address he and he switched wrong. two yeah. of the numbers but yeah so like like his wife Jeez, told him not to mess man. with it yeah. his wife said like I can handle this this is my job my this job, is yeah. I, I, I signed up for this I don't need you to save me and he didn't listen because he his pride overcame his his, his, yeah yeah, his toxic masculinity kind of overrode his wife's preferences his wife's like choice so like it it says a lot about like that and superheroes and like it there's a lot going on i was really ready to like to read it and hate one of them but I love they're great. Yeah. They're so three dimensional. I feel like yeah. Sunstar is definitely the most flawed. I mean, like God and, and, and I the love Superman. God well, God sees yeah. himself in Sunstar, and then you realize how flawed of a char- person and character Sunstar is. Yes, and then yeah. and therefore how flawed Old Testament God is. The yes. the, 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 the yeah. smiting and the the exactly. vengefulness and, and the, the it just he's just a crappy dad. Yeah. Dude. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yes. he, he wants his dad. He wants his son to become himself, but his son is his own person, and there's that whole dynamic. Father yeah. son dynamic that's going on yeah and they have that they do that like back and forth too and it's so it's very interesting yeah it's a very cool yeah Yeah. they cover a lot of stuff in this book it's great it's a great read i can't i can't recommend it enough honestly all right rj what's at the top of your list now that we can move on to something a little uh, (laughs) little 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 uh justice league as always uh scott snyder James Tinian and Howard Porter doing the art. Blow my mind, yeah, RJ. This is, this Let's is do your this. bi-weekly update on what's this, going on with the Justice Doom War. Yep. <laughs> this issue is way more optimistic than the others. Yeah. They finally, cool. they finally get some wins. Um, it, it starts with the, the past storyline where the Justice League is with the JSA and they're find, trying to find the totality piece and they finally get there and the the bad guys show up, Sinestro and Grodd and all of them, and uh, they they're ready to fight. And then these like purple tentacles come through, and it's Aquaman. Wait, what? He's <laughs> <laughs> riding this huge cephalopod? octopus. <laughs> okay, that's it's awesome. Aquaman and his army of the sea. Not out. Starro. So yeah. they've seen the Aquaman movie. Got it. I was so yes. ready for it to be Starro. <laughs> I was too. Because <laughs> they awesome. only show the tentacles first, <laughs> but they're they didn't look like Starro. So yeah, the the past people get a win and that they get Aquaman back and they uh, get the totality piece. And then in the future timeline where the Trinity and guys are Kamandi, right? Kamandi and the Trinity. Yeah, Kamandi yep. and the Trinity are fighting the Justice League 1 million that are Brainiac influenced. 
Iron Man realizes that he can just overcome Brainiac, so he frees everyone from the brainwashing, and then Brainiac 1 million shows up, <laughs> and they all get prepared to fight him. That's convenient that he just decided he could overwrite it, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, he's, oh, right, I could do this. He's that's powerful good. like that. He's okay. got the Warlagog in him. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I can't just say words like that and expect <laughs> me to go past them. Don't say weird crap at me. <laughs> so is uh, I want the Aquaman, is he the Aquaman from the past? No, he's the current timeline Aquaman, but he was in the past. So he got stuck in the past previously. No. So he did he go back he, with everybody else? He, he followed them into yes, the past. Yes, he followed them. He yeah. wasn't with them. But he, he was with the them. Anti-Monitor. Got so it. the big reveal at the end of this issue is, is uh, well, no, it's the anti-monitor. <laughs> oh, so okay. The because like in the pre was the previous issue, the issue before, they're the, like, we just have to convince the anti-monitor to work with both of it with the with the monitor and the source wall. I forget. It's like the three brothers. Um, it's the three brothers. Yeah. It's just so three brothers. Uh, just just, so three, just three brothers. Um, the Justice League team go and uh, anti-monitor shows up, and they actually manage to recruit him. And he shows up, Perpetua, who is his mother, goes, oh, we, we're finally ready. Because she keeps telling Luther, once they get Anti-Monitor, they'll be like... Yeah, they can, they can win. They yeah, can, like, they'll just be done. Yeah. Anti-Monitor goes, I'm not here for you. I'm with them. So they're going to take down Perpetua. And it's great. Yeah. So, so the, so the Anti-Monitor is working with the Justice League. Okay, so him and Aquaman are bros. Yes. And now they've joined up with everybody else. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Got so it. they get oh, both man. pieces of the totality... And they get anti-monitor. So it's a big win for the good guys. How did they get it in the future again? Was it just that our man overcame Brainiac? I forget how they beat Brainiac. They they haven't yet. Okay. That's They have it, but they still have to fight for it. Yeah, they okay. have it because yeah, yeah, yeah. it was in okay. our man's chest. It oh, was fused with the Warlagog. Yep. Sure. Yeah. I just I kind of yes and a lot of that stuff because I don't know much about the Justice League and the million whatever. <laughs> I, like, I love how much yes and is involved with reading, which comics. is fine because that's just the comics. It's DC one million is yeah. great. It's all Grant Morrison and Martian Manhunter becomes Mars. Okay, that's a big gap in my Morrison just reading what? that I should probably have read. It sounds awesome, but that also sounds insane. Well, it's that's, amazing. That's all Morrison books. Yeah, it's, that's a great that's a great. I don't know if that one is specifically Morrison. It's spanned. It was a big crossover. Oh, okay. Everyone read, had like a one his, shot. I read his JLA. Is it like like more like further along in his JLA run? I think so. Okay. I, I read like don't through, know the timeline. Because I read through like the Tower of Babel JLA, but I don't think I got much past that. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you would remember Martian Man. Yeah, I feel like I'd remember Mars. a million. I feel like I'd remember <laughs> Justice League one million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, this was really fun. It's 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 nice because it's been like everything's terrible, everything's terrible again, everything's terrible in the past and the future. Everything is terrible across all timelines, <laughs> and there's no way you could win. And so it, this is definitely yeah. The tide, <laughs> the tide, yeah, everything is awful. <laughs> It felt great. <laughs> That's awesome. I just love again like these DC books. Like I feel like every time I pick one up, every character that that or even in like X Men too, we're gonna talk about later. Like they're just dusting off the class. Like every character they can think of, like yeah. bring them on. Let's let's go. This and is so great. many and random. I think the trend. Yeah. I think the trend in in 2019 is um. Hey, you remember that villain that's always been a villain that's like the worst villain you can possibly imagine? Or remember that one He's character from 15 <laughs> years ago that literally three people remember? Key well, part of everything. Now. Yeah. Boom, I, well, I, that's also in. We'll it. get there later. Both of those things are in X Men too. It's just crazy. But yeah, I think I think like a big thing is just like the anti monitor working with the Justice League. That's crazy. What are they gonna do next? 
Apocalypse with the X-Men? <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till oh, you get to the spoiler, bottom. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Ooh, I mean, someone, you haven't been reading Powers if you don't think <laughs> Apocalypse is a good guy. Yeah, right. Uh, well, Antimonitor uh, always, yeah. to me, always just felt like this, like... He's a force of nature more than a character. Yeah, but, like, almost, like, one that wouldn't be able to, like, interact with... Pe- like, it's just like, oh, okay, that's a thing that exists, and you just accept it? He's like Wait, the, who? The, the, Anti-Monitor. He's like the... um. I, I, I think of him as the Grand Tribunal in Marvel, where it's, like, this unthinking, unfeeling, but, like, all-powerful... Like right. force of nature, like the Great Tribunal is is sentient, but it's like so sentient and like above the like the the human humans the and their like machinations. Matricide. They just hate. Oh, they hate their the mom. mother. Well, yeah, they but, just hate their mom. The concept that a force of nature has a mother is just <laughs> mind boggling to me. Yeah, like a creep. Well, he's got brothers too, though. Also, yeah. again, still weird, but yeah, yeah. I get it. But he's but, a Snatcher Corps member. I mean, there's lots of like <laughs> that's awesome. There's lots of like uh, like the new gods where it's like Orion and like the High Father and like well, they're, and, like, they're like embodiments of. But they're nature. all very human. Yeah, and no, like I, the same same thing that. with like the, just, the, the, the Asgardians or it's like Odin and Thor and Loki. Like Those a, are all very human. This is like Anti Monitor and and the Monitor are very like not humans. Like they're like they're too big to be humans. Yeah, it's like Galactus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like if Galactus but decided yeah, to like, be... But yeah, it's like, yo, I'm going to fight w- against my mom. It's like if the Galactus decided just to be on the Avengers now. Like it's like, <laughs> it's just crazy to me. Like, that's what it feels like. That happened. That was in the Ultimates. Uh, well, okay. You well, became the I'm life bringer for like a <laughs> Carry on then. <laughs> so there's Emma precedence. also became the life bringer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, no, I just, I think, it, I think I need to read this book, but I feel like it might melt my brain if i caught up on it at some point but yeah just jump in jump in feet first we, well, can, we can give you right? like just read 80 years of dc history yeah it's fine. you got this <laughs> and then you'll be fine yeah, yeah yeah yeah. it's like what like only 80 years i'll have it ready for next week guys <laughs> yeah, it's just a couple million comics <laughs> yeah right <sighs> oh boy so i guess that uh that comes to me so uh my top my uh top pick uh this week is steeple by john allison uh by dark horse so really this is kind this of in the same reign as uh, Second Coming, a much, little bit. It's much, in the same territory. Much lighter. It's, it's, much, a, yeah, much, it's lighter. much lighter take on the same subject matter. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it's basically the same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Same story. Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, we can move right on. Anyway, Sean, what else? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Let's do <laughs> this. All right. <laughs> so uh, so th- this is a story about this, uh, this, young, this young woman who's on her way to this small town to be this, like, priest's assistant, I guess you could call her. I think her. she's also a... A, a priest just like a very uh or she's like new. in, in seminary she just came out of seminary she just came, she out, just came out of seminary, out of seminary. Yeah. so she's, she's like fresh. this is her first assignment and yeah. her assignment is in this like little small town where people don't last very long as priests right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, like, hmm, that's and, weird. and we kind of meet this grizzled old priest who it seems like who reminded me a lot of casey <laughs> the grizzled one uh, the 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 woman she runs to on oh, the motorcycle. Uh, no, 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 he's talking no, about no, the, no, other no, no. the other priest. The other, oh, the yes. priest. Yeah, okay. But, uh, also, that makes a lot of sense with my reveal earlier. But. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> but um, where was I? Grizzled old priest. I'm sorry. Yeah, so this grizzled old priest, he's clearly fighting off some sort of craziness because, like, he's covered like, in bruises, covered in bruises, and scratches and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like he's he's there's more than just sermons. Yeah. Uh, involved in being a priest <laughs> yeah. in this town. He's just not writing <laughs> sermons and giving them on Sundays. Something <laughs> yeah. else is up for right. sure. So, uh, so a- as this young woman's like right on the edge of town, her car breaks down it explodes and then literally explodes <laughs> but what like, like literally like it's as like soon oh, as welcome go- to whatever the town yeah. is called and then just boom explodes what, what i love about <laughs> like, this that's a bad omen what i love about this character her name's uh billy mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. is she's just she just kind of goes with it. She's yeah, like, she, okay. She's, she's like, like oh, she's like, thing, stuff happens. All like, my stuff's gone. But oh, my okay, car exploded. There happens. goes all my stuff. But here's uh, here's someone in a motorcycle to give me a ride. <laughs> but like, she's a little wary. But she's like, my car blew up. I guess. Well, I she, she's trust like, him. she's like yeah. hitching. And then the and then the motorcycle stops. She's like, "Oh, thank God!" And she's like, "Wait, I probably shouldn't be." Oh well, all right, I'm gonna. I guess it's fine. I, I don't really have a choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we find out it's a lady on the motorcycle because she takes off her helmet and she's got this like big purple hair going on. <laughs> but uh, so she gives her a ride into town. There's this really funny bit where uh, the woman who's driving the motorcycle is like kind of giving her the tour of the town, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and she just can't hear her. So like they're they're both having conversations that not, the other person can't hear. Yeah, <laughs> so and that, it's like one is very like Billy is very like optimistic, like oh this is really nice and quaint, and then uh, Maggie like, is those the, are, that's where the crackheads. Are. Yeah, 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 and Maggie yeah. is the, is the lifetime resident of this town. Yeah, the cynical you know motorcyclist, and yeah. is very just like yeah. She's the owner of the bar in town. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The or bar. she's like she works there part time or something. It's the yeah. bar that's very close to the. The, the church, re- the rectory, ah. church, whatever. yeah, whatever it's called. I think it's the rectory. So then, uh, she she finally gets to the to meet this priest, and this priest was not expecting this, you know, woman. Well, he keeps well, <laughs> well, he, he keeps talking like they keep sending newbies, they keep sending newbies. All and these she, weak people, and like she, I, you and know, then she walks like, in, uh, and is like, pardon? you're not gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really makes me wonder what happened to the Every, last one, to, and the, the last one before few, that, the, the last few, that, yeah. yeah, to shreds, you say, right. <laughs> so yeah, so w- w- something's going on. Uh, she's really probably not in she's the a best in, situation. She's a little in over her head. But, yeah. she, no she, but, but unflinching optimism in the face of what clearly is a oh, bad yeah, situation. Just absolutely like... And just, like not she's just, ready. Yeah. So optimistic. Yeah. Ready to do the just do face the, thing. the world and just make it better somehow. Whichever yeah. way she can. And she does. No idea how. Just Correct. serve God however he needs to be served. Yeah, and that's... She's taking it in stride. <laughs> also, it's like, these people that I'm staying with are weird. Yeah, like, the, like the housekeeper is just a real bee, and the priest is, she, like, real disappointed that she's a woman. She's like, you know what? I gotta. I think I gotta go for a drink. I don't even think it's just that. It's just, like, it's that... Like, well, that she's weak. And it's like, he, uh, pre, he perceives that like she's a, not gonna cut it. And it was, like, a... Like, he immediately saw, like, you're brand new... This is going to be a problem. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. less about that, which well, is like she it was, perceived it as misogyny. She perceived it as for that sure. Way. I took it he, the other but way. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's another like we know a little more about him already. Yeah, so, so we, she we took can it look that and see way. that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. This freaking guy. <laughs> this this jackass. Yeah, yeah. The woman that's there, like she's like the definition so of grizzled. Mean. <laughs> like it's <laughs> yeah. she's like so mean. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, but the then she's like, good luck. Yeah, yeah. Figured out, I guess. Yeah. All right, dearie. It's like a mean Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> so then she decides to, I guess, sneak out and go see Maggie in her pub. But she like, puts on her. Yeah, like right before she leaves, John. she's like, "I should put my collar on." Yeah, the collar. Yes. Yeah, I gotta. So I gotta meet my people. You yeah, know? go meet my parishioners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is my town now. Yeah. So we find out the people who inhabit this bar aren't really probably her parishioners. <laughs> they are unsavory. They are uh, people. The, the, do you want to give the big reveal? Well, hold on. Well, that's not yet. I think I there's it. a great line in there when she's talking to the one. <laughs> um, she just starts talking to him like she's. He's like super creepy, like kind of oh, hitting yeah. on her. He's like, just calls him an incel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, all right, dude. Yeah. This this woman's not taking anyone's crap. 
Like yeah. she's ready to go. Like mm-hmm. she's she's much stronger than anyone probably thinks she yeah, is. Her, which is great. People funny are perceiving her optimism as weakness, but yeah. she's definitely she's, like she's, a strong she's tough. person. Because yeah. he walks up to her, he goes and goes, "Vicar, eh? So do you refrain from intercourse? Asking for a friend?" And she goes, "No, that's Catholic priests, nuns, and your lot." incels <laughs> such a good line <laughs> like that's good that's a, it's a really great yeah, way to turn savage. down a, yeah just savage I turn love down it. A- <laughs> this guy's kind of funny though the, yeah he's pretty funny he's like this kind of fat guy with a beard and when he gets uh certain urges he just hangs his bare ass out the window <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, and Maggie's that, like go put your butt out the window you I'm need not, to cool off I'm not, I'm not sure what that urge is <laughs> I mean, sometimes you just got to cool off, man. I don't understand. Just, just your butt, though? Just your butt. Like, yeah, sometimes just, you just need the cold night air on your butt. Like on I, your butt I get that. <laughs> I, I, can relate, you guys over. I can relate to that. <laughs> but like, it just seems like, let's just go outside all of the way. Why just your butt? You know <laughs> what I mean? Sometimes it's just the butt, man. I just, I, I just had all this. Right. Uh, when I was reading this, I was like, oh, what if someone was just driving by? Like, oh, let's stop here. Let's not. <laughs> nope. I think I think we should. Freaking well, stands up to it again. The way that I get the vibe of this town is everyone knows exactly what that bar is. Yeah, no is. one's going to yeah. care. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, oh, this freaking guy with his ass out the window again. I'm like, come on, dude. So so Billy, Billy ends up walking home and she's kind of, she's a little tipsy. And I love she, how they showed her being drunk, like the speech bubbles and stuff. I really yeah. like, I like the, the little like, yeah, bubbles. Little yeah, I like that yeah. a lot. Little burps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, so she runs into uh, to this priest guy on on her way home, and he's kind of in a in a bad way, but she's also a little drunk. <laughs> and then he ends up fighting this like eyeball monster. Yeah, I love she, eyeball monsters. Yeah, she thinks she it's just like some guy crying. She's like, oh, it's okay. And then he turns around, she's like, eyeball for a head. <laughs> he's like, oh my god. <laughs> then you find out the priests are fighting. He's fighting actual evil. Literal evil that's crawling out of the sea. Yeah, so this, this guy is yeah. just like, so he's just fighting monsters. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the literal, like, he's holding back the gates of hell. I've, yeah, that's how he kind of describes it. Yeah. But she helps out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, he almost, he almost, uh, he almost totally gets it handed to him, but then she <laughs> hits this eyeball monster over the head with a vacuum. <laughs> Which that she ter- she just, just completely destroys, and they're like, and then both of them are like, we have to fix this before the woman finds out. Yes, before the yeah, old lady finds out. Because the housekeeper is so mean. She's gonna be so <laughs> mad. So mad you broke her vacuum. <laughs> I I I've I've always loved this uh, this plot point of we broke something that belongs to someone else, and we have to replace it before they get home or wake up. <laughs> Like it's it's such a great trope. It works in any situation, and especially because like in the context of we used it to destroy literal evil eyeball monster, (laughs) but we really don't want to make the housekeeper angry because she's so. They almost fear her more. Yeah, you fear her more than than the eyeball monster. (laughs) Uh, So then, uh, then this priest finally points out the fact that the bar she was hanging out at is actually the Church of Satan. Yep. And Maggie, the the biker lady, is a satanic priest. So, but it seems to be the way that I kind of took it is that Maggie is also fighting off the evil. I don't think they're summoning whatever eyeball monsters are being summoned from the sea. I think that they're kind of fighting the same fight. Um, yeah, it's not quite clear what they're because they seem very interested in Billy coming to town. Yeah, but like yeah. they're it's not. It's not clear why. I'm really excited to see what happens yeah. going forward. I mean, uh, not not to spoil anymore, but the solicit of the book was like unlikely friends fight in a in a battle against the apocalypse, and it's like so. It's definitely going to be the 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 Christian priest and the 
satanic priest teaming up to fight evil. And, which well, I Billy, think is fantastic. Which I love. I think Billy's going to bridge the gap. Yeah. Because there's no way... Obviously, they've been doing this for a the minute. Old grizzle, and guy old grizzle guy doesn't clip, trust her. Not, I, yeah, and I vice versa, probably. I, I'm sure it's going to be something that like they both think the other is the is responsible for the evil showing yeah, up. Yeah, or they're just like super into each other. <laughs> oh, that's hot. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think that's. I don't no, think no, that's all right, no. <laughs> You're I right. You just like fanficked it a little bit. Yeah, that's what's going on up here. That's that's what's happening in my brain. A little bit. <laughs> that's that's it's the Sean's only way to read <laughs> Yeah, that's steeple yeah, by I, Sean. I, re- I really like this book. The art is super fun. It's uh, it's very cartoony style, but um, it's the same guy that did Giant Days, which I read the first like story arc of, which is really fun. It's like it's just like a bunch of ladies living in a dorm together and like different personalities clashing and it's kind of like a sitcom but yeah. like fun and like a beat. Yeah, this makes it feel like a sitcomy type thing. Yeah, like yeah, in a fun way. Like it's it's gonna be like oh it's, man, we're fighting demons, but also this guy's butts out the window. Like it's just a <laughs> it's, fun. It's, it's thing. like the yeah. good place, like that kind of vibe. yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Where so, it's like we're dealing with these heavy concepts, but like fun. Yeah, <laughs> a, a, a big departure from Second Coming. Yeah, like yeah Second yeah. Coming yeah. is just so heavy It's only, only philosophy, and this so is no philosophy. <laughs> yeah, I, I like stories like this. Like yeah. I, I, I like the whole um, good priest versus bad priest kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun. I, I also didn't realize that Maggie's wearing a little collar on the cover. Oh. I should have oh. given that away. That's a, that's a bit of a spoiler. I did not notice that. Interesting. Hmm. Also, satanic priests don't usually wear collars. So maybe she's. I, mean, I think they do whatever they want. Yeah, that, I guess priests. that's the point of sat- Satanism, right? <laughs> do whatever you want. <laughs> to, to do what thou will and all that. <laughs> so, Sean, what's your second pick this week? All right. So, my second one's going to be uh, You Are Obsolete from One Weird Town to Another. Yeah, yep, dude. Like, here's, for, here's Weird Town Book. Um, so, this is by Matthew Klickstein. Uh, he's a writer, and the art is Evgeny Bornikov, I guess. Is Evgeny Bornikov. Sorry if I butchered your name. <laughs> I um, think you got it. That was good. Actually, and the thing that I would think that stuck out like from the jump, the cover of this book is so unsettling to me. Like this, I can't even describe what it is, but it freaks me out. Which is yeah. a great a little girl, and her face is only lit but by. Is the it phone? a little girl? And that's the thing that, that, that freaks yeah. me out. Yeah, it so I don't know. Well, yeah. once you read it, it doesn't do much to dissuade the right creepiness 100%, anyway. 100%. So I think it's a, it sets a perfect tone for this book. So like it, it opens up with uh, like a birthday party. They're all singing happy birthday. You see four kids who are just straight deadpan. Ooh, yeah. And then creepy. you see it's a bunch of adults, and you see the cake says, happy birthday, Casper, happy 40th birthday, Casper. And once they're done singing happy birthday, Casper has, he's got a little birthday hat. He blows the candles out and immediately drops dead. <laughs> Face right in. And then it's all the, funny, what a mood. Funny. And then the other adults <laughs> that are there just kind of walk off and crying, assuming I think one of them is, is his wife. Uh, and then all the kids, uh, they're, they're all talking. They talk about something. And then the ones like, don't talk out loud, text stupid. And they all take out their phones and start texting to each other. Yeah. What? So it's just their faces lit up by the phones. It's creepy. It's just such a weird thing. Um, so like, and then you see some other speech bubble and you lead into a character and then um, it, it goes out to this reporter. Uh, you find out she's kind of like a, she was like a all-star and like everything. She was, uh, I guess she was a reporter, right? Yeah. She's a reporter. Yes. She has this very storied career. She's just sassing the heck out of uh, these dudes at this gala. For some reason, she 
is like disgraced and like just got ran out of the business. It's not very clear what happened, but I think the general gist is she spoke her mind, mm. uh, wrote an article that people didn't like, and she got like blackballed. Mm. But then she gets this weird like email, basically inviting her to this small town. Is like, hey, and she's writing back and forth, like, hey, do you know who I am? Like, you know that no one wants to hire me. Like, no, we're good. We know who you are. We we like what you are. We want you to come tell our story about this town and then you know he, she asked what do you want me to do and in like in like all caps they say you will tell our story one you will enjoy reporting on and it's like okay this is this is weird so she goes to this small town she flies out she gets picked up by like a taxi and then there's this dude he's just got this huge fake smile and immediately i was like hey you're the reporter right she's like uh yeah it's like yep they're, uh, you know, word travels fast type of thing. Um, you know, there's, there's smart kids around this town. And he's like, ha ha, you know, how there's smart kids. And it's like, they're just kind of talking about good and smart kids. And she's like, yeah, I'm coming to meet the teacher of the town. I thought to who I was talking to. He's like, nope, you're talking to the kids. And she's like, All right, what the hell is going on? In the-? And he's it's got like this- a Twilight Zone episode. It is, it is. And he's got this huge goofy grin this whole time. So she gets dropped off at the hotel. And there- again, there's a, there's a woman there greets her same vibe super creepy big weird smile just like it's like uncanny valley kind of smile it's or just so like, oh, weird this is not a this is this is more like your buried teeth kind of smile than actually yeah friendly and basically like, they all are just like um they all like they all know who she is already they all know that she's coming they all know that the children sent for her they keep saying the children not like a child or a person the children as a concept more than a like an actual people. Pe- yeah, yeah. yeah. there's also, mind. There's also <laughs> yeah. a car full of children that's well, just yeah. driving well, by that co- yeah that comes out later it's and like it's like what there's kids. like yeah there's like 20 30 kids in this car and it's like what the f- what is going on so it's she's basically um she she com- <laughs> like there's like so she's talking to herself and she comments that the smell in her room smells like gloom and it's like Oof, it's like moldy, it's really hard to get out. And it's just like <laughs> old. I've been battling that in, in in this house for the last week or so. <laughs> yeah, I had to buy a dehumidifier and everything. That's how you get the gloom out. <laughs> yeah, right. Dehumidifier right. with like iTunes playing, <laughs> just, <laughs> just uh, theme just, songs, just Bob Marley yeah, all day. Yeah, dehumidifier and pop songs <laughs> gets rid of the gloom. Uh, so this she decides like, all right. This town's cre- creepy. I need a drink. And she doesn't drink anymore. So she's like, all right. I- she's just breaking it. She's like, fine. Let's go. Um, there's also like no one out on the town, right? Literally nobody out on the yeah. street. Ghost and then she town. walks Except out and the then that car, car of children. Like there's like 25 kids in this car. Not really clear if one of them's actually driving it, but there's def- <laughs> they're in this car. And she's like, says hi. And the car just keeps going. <laughs> and she's like, yes, I definitely need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes to this bar. And uh, so they're all talking. There, people are playing music, and then this one woman is just fed up of playing the songs that she's supposed to play for the children. So she she decides to play like uh, an oldie. She plays uh, "Radio Radio" by. Uh... <laughs> she just yeah. So she's like forced to play new songs, but she just she's wants to play playing like for Baby herself. Shark probably, over yeah, and over and over again. She's like, I'm sick of it. Um, can't do it. So she's like, I'm done with it. I'm sick with this, and she's like. You know, the one thing that kind of sticks out because you're not and all of them are like guys be quiet the kids are going to hear you they're watching like they're going to hear you like shut up like shut up like you can't let them hear you and she's like i don't care i turned 40 in 13 days i'm already vanquished it's like 
Yeah, uh, well, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of shuffle her out of the bar. Uh, and again, everyone she speaks to once again has this creepy look, that smile, just like hey, everyone's coming. Yeah, they're all very fine. robotic. This is great. Everything's fine. No, don't don't ask. It's and then fine. Basically, is like um, they she saw this whole thing unfold there, and she's like, the the bartender's like, don't tell the children about this. Don't put any of this in there. We don't. You can't tell them about yeah, this. This is like it's creepy. This is like three or four different um, classic Twilight Zone yeah. episodes yeah. stitched together, like yeah. Children of the Apple Phone. Yeah. So basically, she kind of keeps <laughs> drinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and this is where I actually not sponsored. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> so she gets a little. She has a couple of drinks, and she's leaving. And then the car drives by again, and there's very clearly no one. There's someone. The it's driver's like seat void. is it's void. It's black. Like it's yeah, the it's shape like a of a person void but driving, and then just like thirty kids. It's very clear. It. Like it's there's no like distinguishable person. So like you're not quite sure if someone's driving this car. So she's kind of like working out in her brain. She sees a reporter, and then the next day she goes and meets up with the uh, with the kids, and just like walks in, and you see she's like you know thank you for joining us. Um, we're gonna we're ready to explain what we would like to do but behind them you see like surveillance feeds of the whole town yeah and it's just a bunch and of it's, little and it's like a little girl around. talking like she's During like oh, thank, Adam, you, thank you for girl. joining us <laughs> yeah it it's surveillance like, of all her or it's her um it's her about yeah the, about the town uh, but about the town so you could see they clearly have surveillance around the whole town oh yeah. no some some of them are in her hotel yeah There's surveillance in her hotel too well that's in the town but like not just in public places it's in her hotel oh room. yeah yeah it's everywhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then the, the, she also noticed as she drove by, like the cemetery, why there were so many dead people. Like this town, like had yeah. Like, a so ton clearly, of everyone dies at the age of forty. Is that's, the takeaway that I took? Uh, that's what being led to because the children yes. are yeah. murdering them. Uh, yes, but like how? It's not like direct yeah. murder because like the fortieth birthday, the guy drops dead, but they were all expecting it. So it's clearly like it's in the technology or it's something. Unless they're causing not, it. Yeah, well, they're causing it, but like how? Well, they're they not all, just they're yeah. not stabbing him in the heart when he turns forty. They're like, there's something there like could be in his three children behind him. You don't know. <laughs> nah, it could just know. be three kids in a trench coat. <laughs> 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 they all mention how smart the kids are. Yeah, they they constantly say how smart and everything and how the technology and so it, th- that's like definitely going to be like the theme. Children of the corn meets like like but like they're technological yeah. yeah technological children yeah. of the corn it's, i like that when so aftershock was first getting started they had a series called black-eyed kids Ooh, and that yeah, was this is, also yeah. creepy so <laughs> aftershock's really just cornering the market on creepy <laughs> yeah. children creepy, it was, creepy kids yeah so this was super creepy i really enjoyed it the art didn't make it less creepy uh, <laughs> didn't make it less creepy Dude, it, it, uh, <laughs> the weird. art's really good it's I, really I, good yeah the cover art i didn't love and I didn't then love, but it added to the creepy i mean it definitely adds to the creepy but it's just like she's like i got this like this like really deformed features like really big buck teeth and like it's but like, it makes it eh. look like she's older than she is yes but then you open the book and the art i feel like the art is almost better interior it's really good inside um, uh, i think the interior art is great yeah i th- I, I think it's a really fascinating the book, book is really good at atmosphere yeah the tone is pitch perfect yeah through the whole thing yeah you you have the same uneasiness that she has yeah she's really like what yeah so you have as much information like as she does which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting so you're figuring it out as she does and she's clearly like who are these kids who and what are these kids? yeah what is going on here so I'm, I'm excited for the next couple like i wasn't sure about what this was i'm like all right we'll check it out i guess you are obsolete pertains to anyone that's over 40 so that's unfortunate <laughs> yeah, I, I, for this yeah. town uh, i'm a little all, afraid to read it yeah. we're all a little yeah, close right. to being obsolete a little too close that's for comfort a, that's yeah. a hard stance that they're taking but i guess that's the way it's gonna be <laughs> 
Screw you guys. I'm just going to ride with children in a car, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're the you're yeah. the weird shadow driving the yeah. car, aren't you, RJ? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I want to know. They have a the really good Genesis is. package? <laughs> like, I, I'm going to say it's like a uh, brainwashed like adult. Because like the good. woman in the hotel is definitely older than 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think certain people in certain places, they keep for their usefulness. Yeah. And maybe there's just a guy who's just really good at driving. Maybe. That's that's like their, an old race car driver. That, or that's something. Th- that's their drive. That's their their um uh their Ryan Gosling. R- their Ryan Gosling. They just got him to be their or driver. Or they're four babies in a suit. <laughs> or it's or it's yeah. baby <laughs> from yeah. baby driver. Yeah, there you go. And they can <laughs> keep him for another like twenty years. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh what else you got for us, Casey? Uh, so my second pick is uh, Once once and Future, number two, um, which this. you will immediately notice from the title is about King Arthur, the Once and Future King. Who wrote this book? Uh, this one. Thanks. You're, you're welcome. You're so good at keeping me on track. I know. What would I do without <laughs> you? If you start talking about the you, book you, without saying it, you've already moved past I, it's it. It's gone. It's, it's yeah, never so coming I, in. Yeah, I've learned that. Sometimes I'm it. like, you're, you're not even giving her a chance to forget but, to mention the artist. But I, he knows me. I was definitely going to forget. She was gone. I was it gone. Was, it was over. Was pa- I knew it. Um, <laughs> But I do love this creative team. It's uh, Kieran Gillen of uh, Wicked and Divine fame. Um, I've been. Uh, he's also did Die. He's done a lot of really incredible books. Book he's so X-Men. good. X Men. His X Men run is fantastic. He's X-Men. fantastic. Um, yeah. Can you tell me more about X Men later on? Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we know. Yeah, we're we're only an hour in here. Oh, okay, so we got strap this. in. Yeah, strap in. Um, there's the ar- there's plenty of X Men to go around. Uh, the the, the art is by X Men Night. <laughs> the uh, the art is by Dan Mora, uh, which is just stellar. Like Loved it's. It. I wish this was longer than just a miniseries, which it, I think it's only five or six issues. I forget exactly <sighs> how long it is. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. Um, but I am looking forward to a very finite, cool ending because sure. it's going to have one. It's, yep. it, this book is moving fast. It's moving. It's taking no prisoners. It's starting fast. So just a quick recap of the first issue. Um, basically this guy, typical, normal, like dude is out on his, on a date. He's on a tender date and, uh, he gets a phone call that his, uh, his grandma has escaped the like assisted living home. So he goes to find her again. again. Yeah. She's, she's clearly a bit of a problem for the assisted living. Um, this is the second book that I've talked about with a grandma escaping the assisted living. Uh, I've just realized that's, that's the theme I've got. Uh, I guess so. I didn't mean to, um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so so he gets a call and she so he goes to find her and he he does find her. Turns out she's like basically the BPRD, like she's a monster hunter, dude. And he just yeah. finds out so much about his grandma in the span of like him. who raised him on top of and and, she, and he's like, what the hell? Why'd you never tell me? And he's just like losing his mind. And she's like, keep up, hon. We gotta stay alive. And they like immediately get like in a monster fight with this like. I think they call it like an adventuring. It's the questing demon. The questing questing demon. demon. It's it's a demon that attacks you when you go on a quest. (laughs) So good. (laughs) So like, so she's like, well, we just fought the questing demon. So clearly we're on a quest. We're on a quest. Let's go. Um, But the quest is, so you find out in the first issue, uh, these white nationalists, uh, these like British white nationalists are trying to resurrect king arthur to reunite britain. to to reunite to yeah. to bring back to, to make britain great again basically uh <laughs> oh god Brit- britain for britons britain, no, Brit- no, yeah no. yeah basically keep yeah. britain white kind of a vibe that yeah. they're trying to do um but as the grandma says she's like well you know it would said that it would bring balance but what does that actually mean she has this like really cool way of saying it where she's like uh you know he's he's gonna do a lot to change everything but does that actually mean yeah. that it's good the grandmother's vibe in this is incredible she's so I sassy and brilliant her. and like oh she's great i love yeah she's very much like yeah only idiots would go around doing this and uh, only idiots would would chase after wolves what's the actual quote she says um 
She says, uh, takes a certain sword to go wandering into the woods looking for wolves. And then like the next page, uh, and she's like, uh, <laughs> they, they go through this like chamber where these like zombie ladies are all standing in a circle. And she says, don't stare at the unearthly demon ladies. It's rude. And don't mind, don't mind us ladies. Uh, don't mind us ladies of the lake just passing through. We're looking for wolves. And so it's just like, it so takes a certain cool. type to be this dumb. We're about to do it. I'm that type. I'm that type. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Um, so, so yeah, so she's like, it's going to basically bring about the apocalypse if they are able to resurrect uh, King Arthur. And so it, it cuts to- Well, no, to, King Arthur's already resurrected. Well, it is in this issue. He's about to be. He's about to be. Oh, yeah, the so, real apocalypse is as if, is is if he gets Galahad. Yeah, yeah. Or, and he gets Excalibur and he gets Galahad. Galahad and Mar- Lancelot. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, and the whole crew. The whole crew. So, so, the whole crew. So they, <laughs> so they, the squad. So the basically the they squad. like, they, they go down into the chamber, they kind of pop around the corner as the, the like Nazis are resurrecting King Arthur. And the transformation sequence of this, the skeleton turning into a human again is just the coolest. It's so cool. It's so badass. Like it's like each panel he's got a little bit more like blood and sinew like kind of growing it's around like, his skeleton like green it's clearly magical yeah because cool. there's this like green ethereal smoke kind it's of like, like hellraiser yeah 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 very it, i get a very hellboy vibe from all of this mm. um Not it's as bad super- as badass is his normal form which is just a dude with a beard <laughs> correct that is correct yeah <laughs> this is much more badass than that at just, the moment it's just a white dude <laughs> <laughs> but but so like the the, the nationalists kind of like pledge their allegiance and he like kind of bows before him and Lies. arthur takes his hand and like cuts it open and drinks the blood with a tongue that like just grew his like tongue Ew. grows and then he licks the blood yeah. and he's like tastes like anglo-saxon and just like slices him in half because anglo-saxons are actually the invaders to like traditional to him him. yeah 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 so like we we as like like modern like people think of anglo-saxons as traditional british but they were the 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 invading horde to king arthur time so so he spent his entire life killing them exactly so like these nationalists didn't even understand what it meant well <laughs> some of them did yeah 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 so the chick <laughs> you mean they didn't think oh you mean nazis don't through? think ahead yeah. with their actions Man, we got some heavy vibes yeah this like, week like on the super show. fast yeah, sure. like it's like they it, like the like nationalism is fairly subtle except for they're like wearing like the like the the iron the, the yeah. cross like the red cross it, and it's this, like this took a turn i was like oh okay anglis okay, it's whatever maybe he's okay and then just like literally cuts him, cuts in, him half. in half i'm like holy like, oh, crap yeah. what is happening in this book yeah i was expecting a hug <laughs> come my son but but then like and then like the there. chick the clearly the leader the, leader the, the, the chick group. who knows what's going on like she's true true britain uh, she's a Celt, which she's is part Celtic, of the original yeah, yeah and yeah. So, so she pledges her allegiance and promises him uh galahad and, and well, then, she becomes one of them right yes well, well she brought she brought the three non-britons to get killed and they immediately As, get resurrected as nice right. skeleton army for for king arthur's army yeah. and he's she's like yep i brought you some we'll go get some more and also yeah. i made you a galahad which i think is it's, a, her, is, is gonna be her son i'm assuming too yeah yeah uh which and, is oof, that's that's heavy yeah and then and then like so basically like she's like my my galahad he can bring the grail to you and then the grandma explaining it to the grandson like, says oh, like crap. she's made a galahad uh <laughs> let's and go she quick. knows her she's like yeah so, yeah she's like oh because the, the is that his mom um i think it is oh the i didn't I, th- I think that might be her so so, yeah. so the grandma clearly knows the nazi lady she used yes. to work for her yes but i think 
You think yeah, that they're the, related. grandson and oh, I think they're yeah. I, didn't I, put I think that you're together. right. That'd be a cool twist. Only because she. Why does she very clearly so have red Gal- hair? So that would make him Galahad. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's smart. You smart. You did good. <laughs> I was like, why? There's Look no reason the for her to have red hair. Like, no, the, they, yeah, the there, grandson there has no very red reason. hair, and she has very red, and they made a very strong point to keep showing them. Like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Uh. So, so the very end of the book of the grandma's like, oh, that's not good. Like, that's a real bad thing, and she's made a Galahad. We got to go. We got to go quickly and quietly. And he's like, what's a Galahad? And then, like, a dummy trips over a rock. That like, she warned him about on the yeah, way Yeah, she's in, like, which is don't, so trip, don't trip over that. Don't watch the rock. Uh, yeah. man, if someone points at a rock and says, don't trip over that, I am Check definitely going to trip right. over Check that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. so then the very end is, like, all the demonites and Arthur looking at them, like, whoop. Like, oh, God. So the, now they got to the fight grandson's their way. like, should we start shooting now? And she's just like, it can't make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> why, why not, dear? Why not, dear? Can't be any worse. So good. Yeah. Yeah, the, the chemistry, the vibe between oh, those two. Awesome. She's like such a good badass, like take no shit. It's just a like, great character. Oh yeah. And like they've done they, they introduced them. Like he's like the nervous, awkward, I've been thrust into this adventure, like yeah. reluctant hero. Yeah. And she's the just like barreling full she's forward. Like, Let's go. Can, yeah, can, can you stop up? being such yeah. a baby? Monsters exist, uh King Arthur's getting resurrected. I need you to keep up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like well, we're get screwed. your together. It sounds like it sounds like you talking to talking about Daredevil last <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's the Electro talking to Daredevil. Like, get, come on. <laughs> I'm here. You're there. You need to be with me. Let's yeah, why go. Why are you not keeping up? It's, um, yeah, it's brilliant. I love this book so much. I do too. Uh, it's great. If you can get your hands on it, I think the fourth printing comes out of four, six. It's like sixth printing of That's, number whoa. one. Uh, yeah, because it's it's a uh, it's what the what press is it? It's um it's their Boom Studio, so it's a really small print run mm. of the first story arc of, of the first printing. That's wild. Yeah, so they're up to like sixth printing. Get your hands on it if you can. I I love how much indie publisher stuff. Oh yeah, is out right now. Like I yeah. mean, this is like the. F- fourth or fifth indie publisher oh, book yeah, we've we were talking, talking about, about uh yeah i, th- I w- it, yeah. D- dark horse aftershock. uh aftershock boom uh yeah that we've just been uh, ahoy yeah i talked about ahoy, ahoy. comics yeah this is Steep- this is good steeple is that was that image that's was dark that, horse. that was dark horse again yeah right. yeah actually no image books this week so far that's cool that's i, mean, I, 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 I almost I don't really books. consider image an indie press anymore it's only indie in my book because it's still creator owned. it's creator owned but creator but owned huge. and independent are two very different very things yeah, i guess now. that's true yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not going to get the same vibe from image that you are from these kind of and these books speaking of creator owned books Todd McFarlane just broke the Guinness Book of World's Records for longest running <laughs> creator-owned book. Wow. With Spawn number With, 301. Uh, 301 was the record breaker? That was the record breaker. He yeah, did a whole thing was, on... Uh, Cerebus got to 300, right? I think so. Yeah, so it wasn't like everyone was saying, like, record-breaking 300th issue. I'm like, I don't think... Like, uh, it's I'd 301. Sh- so okay, is, 300 is actually the record. So okay. is Spawn going to be over at, like, 305? He's just done with that. That would be so great. He just had to break... The, no, just, 301 but, is but actually he, Oh, that's it. Yeah, he, did a, it. he did a thing on Twitter <laughs> where uh, he published a video of him sending it to the printer and going, like, there it is. Now, now this issue will be the guinness book of world records and the issue after that and the one after that and the one after that <laughs> i was like so so is he gonna do this every issue from now on and like record breaking 302 record breaking issue you should bring cerberus back back <laughs> yeah again again well that guy can't draw anymore all yeah, his books are sad. just um all of his books are just um collages he just cuts yeah. it out and, like, yeah because I, I remember seeing like there was a new cerberus book out and i freaked out i was like oh my god is is Dave Sim back, and it's uh, it's such a sad it's, story. It's very sad. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Sorry. Uh, on that note, RJ, <laughs> what RJ, else your you turn. <laughs> <laughs> what 
what a lead-in. <laughs> Speaking of indie Whoops. books, though, right? You've got. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, so my second pick is GI Joe, the new number one. Yeah, which I've never really read any G.I. Joe, so I kind of glossed over it, but you tell me it's good, so I'm excited. I didn't even realize it was coming out until <laughs> I saw it and got very excited because I wanted a new jumping on point. Yeah, because they're up to like 258 or yeah. something. They're, they're about to okay. beat his record. Larry <laughs> Hama has been re- writing that thing for so long. <laughs> I, I've read some of his Marvel stuff. Um, so the new one is written by Paul Allett. And the art is Chris Evan, who I messed that up probably. <laughs> um, but the writer, Paul Allett, he did the Clue series for IDW. Oh, it was, that was, it that was, was so great. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. was so wacky. <laughs> IDW has um, been putting out a lot of really cool stuff. They, they keep buying these random ips it seems like mm-hmm. but they keep making great stuff out of them like yeah really i wouldn't expect some, them yeah, I, I wouldn't random. expect anything good from clue yeah <laughs> i don't know the movie's a masterpiece the movie is really, <laughs> the movie I, is really i just great. rewatched it again and it holds up it's so good <laughs> uh i haven't read a gi joe comic since cobra which is maybe the most famous at this point for modern stuff it's great it's definitely one of the most uh, seminal G.I. Joe works with Chuckles infiltrating Cobra and being a double agent. Nice. It's, it's amazing. That is great. Serpentor has a cult. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> but this new run complete takes a like a completely different turn from usual. Cobra has won almost everywhere across the globe except for the U.S. And so the Joes are really like scrapping it um (laughs) really scrapping it really scrapping it really you know at at the end here um so the issue begins with duke running past uh a new kid who you learn's name is rithy um and he drops something in the trash can and rithy picks it up and it's a flash drive and then finds out that rithy is a a delivery man and that there's cobra checkpoints and um they kind of stopped giving him so many deliveries because he, uh they don't trust him getting past the cobra checkpoints anymore and while this is happening duke is outside uh a truck pulls up and it's cobra and it's major blood and him and duke are fighting and duke kind of gives like a you can't keep the joes down you know we're you know, pep talk, uh, a good old yeah, fashion. like freedom will always win, and then he <laughs> f- dies. <laughs> Major blood just oh blows his head up. Damn, you can't <laughs> kill us dead. Yeah, wow. End of comic. Yeah, <laughs> Duke. Uh, Duke is like the main Joe. If there was a, if yeah, there was a leader, a he's usually the the main guy. Where's Joe? Although he does. <laughs> Shut up. There, Get out. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so G.I. Joe is the code name for... <laughs> I'm glad I have backup. <laughs> I don't even like G.I. Joe, but get, get out. <laughs> I, I'm, ex- I, I'm excited about this series. I, I, too, have been looking for a jumping on point with G.I. Joe. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, I mean, you, you had me at... You just died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the new character, he goes back to his apartment and he puts in the flash drive and he realizes, you know, it's sensitive material. And then Scarlet hops through his window 
And he's like, who are you? You're not Cobra. What are you doing here? And she was tracking the flash drive, obviously. So she takes it back. And he's, he's like, my, my family was murdered. My boyfriend's missing. I just need something to do. So let me help. And she's like, you know, you don't want any part of this. And she leaves. And he shows up where they're fighting next and bombs the building that they're fighting in and completely messes everything up for everyone. And then once they once they finish out taking down the Cobra soldiers, uh, Scarlet and I think it's Roadblock, they're talking, and it turns out that they have actually been forced to conscript civilians into Joe because they're, you know, they have hardly anyone left. So they actually end up taking him in and they give him the code name Tiger. So he comes in and he sees the, like the arsenal of uh, vehicles and he's like, do I get to drive that tank? <laughs> Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the issue ends with General Hawk coming in and they introduce him. They're like, Hawk, this is, this is our new recruit Tiger. And he's like, there's no time for that. We just, we just surrendered the Cobra. And it goes through a news report, and the U.S. has given up. No. Yeah. So the stakes are super high. It's it was really good. So I, this is very Man in the High Castle. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. That's that's super interesting. Sneak I love in the it. High Castle. I'm super excited. <laughs> I really want to. I really. I can't wait for more characters to come in. I want to see Zartan and Zayma and Tomax and the Baroness and Destro and Snowjob. Oh man, I love Snowjob. <laughs> His See, name I don't. Is Snow job. Uh, G.I. Joe is one of those Only properties that, that I never really got into, so I, I feel I'm excited to check this out and like get to know all these characters for the first time. It's great. Yeah, you yeah, should yeah. also that's watch cool. the movie that's written by Warren Ellis. What? <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> G.I. Joe Resolute. Pause. Back. What? <laughs> it's great. Is that the one with the rock? The live action one? <laughs> no, it's a cartoon. Uh, no. no. <laughs> so the, like, it's like, a, it's live action. It's one man show. It's all Warren Ellis in <laughs> cosplay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just his face just drawn yep. on to. Okay, cool. I'm into no, that. But I'd he watch, wrote one it. of the animated movies oh. and maybe the show that went with it. I, it's been a while. Yeah, it's great. So he Castlevania did. That's what you're trying to tell me. Yes, he Pre- also Castlevania. wrote that, but good. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Sorry, Warren Ellis. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I do love the G.I. Joe characters. Like, I like that they don't have a uniform, but each individual character has their own uniform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's because they're scrappy. But yeah. also, the it's, it's the Rebels. Yeah, because yeah. the Empire has all the, you know, uniform. it's everything's uniform. Yeah. And then... You 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 put the scraps together. Some of them just don't have faces, you know. <laughs> Although GI Joe does, it's not scrap. They're not scrappy because they have funding and they have all these like weapons. But they have individuality where Cobra doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> but even Cobra, like the the Cobra guys, they all have their own uniforms too. Well, it's... like the the minions all are dressed in Cobra. Well, for yeah. this new uniforms. series, the the Rebels Empire analogy is way more apt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I guess it's it's hard to sell. Action figures when they all look the same. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. hard. I, I mean, you know. can you can I'll sell buy s- ten bats. Don't <laughs> yeah. test me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can sell. St- you can only sell so many stormtroopers in this same analogy. Like, but as a kid, I always wish I had like 
12 Stormtrooper action figures. Because then you would actually have a real... But then you're in debt. You can make a bigger battle. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just... I, I, I often said, like, I wish they just sold, like, a big bag of this, like... <laughs> like, like army men? like loose yeah. dice? Yeah. Like, like, like non-posable... Like barrel of monkeys? Uh, just, yeah, just guys. Red shirts. Yeah. Just disposable yeah. characters for your <laughs> just heroes them, to... obviously. <laughs> get, get a 3D printer. And just make your Pat own. Young Adam in the past when yeah. 3D printers didn't exist. Yeah, God, what just, are you thinking? Let me just do that. Just pop one off for your young self. There you go. Here's a 3D printer. Go nuts. <laughs> oh, gosh. So uh, so my second topic today, and I'm going to need a lot of help from my friends here, uh, <laughs> is Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number three, who shot the Woo. decoy corpse of Superman's pal, Jimmy this Olsen. This might be one of my favorites of the week. It's really, this really good. This book is so good, but like, I don't understand it. Like I haven't Not read, smart enough for this book. I haven't read a DC book in forever, and I just yeah. picked this up just because of Casey talking about it. I was like, oh, I should check this and out. And I only picked it up because Matt Fraction and Steve Lieber are the creative team on this. There uh, it is. Yeah. Uh, but that's, I mean, like, See, honestly... I was going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but I will follow any of, like, either of them to the end of the earth. Steve Lieber did, like, the, the fix, and he's, he's done a lot of really cool... Oh. I just love... His, I love the art. And the yeah, I love. I yeah, love the art his art. Is fantastic. And Matt Fraction is always hysterical and always brilliant wherever he goes. Also, I just found out, fun fact, not his real name. Fraction didn't sound like a real name. No, or you just mean Matt. That would no. be fun <laughs> <as hell. laughs> his, his name is Bob Fraction. No. Oh. No, his name is what? Matt Matt Fritchman. And uh, Fraction's better. Well, a also, fraction of that is true. <laughs> oh. <laughs> RJ strikes again. <laughs> I think I know what happened to the Riddler last week. He's just RJ now. <laughs> <laughs> he quit, took How off his hat, and true then identity? sat down at this podcast. <laughs> Green question mark smoke bomb. Now, do you have a house that looks like you? <laughs> no, no it's a big question mark. That was King Tut. It's actually just a therapist. But office. I also, <laughs> going back Jeez. to Warren Ellis, I just found out that Matt Fraction got his start in the comics through Warren Ellis, and he met Kelly Sue DeConnick, his wife, through Warren Ellis, like, group chats like message boards that's great i love that so much it's the cutest yeah. nerdiest thing i also heard. love fraction i mean he completely won me over with his x-men run oh yeah i mean and, and it's a sex criminal and his brilliant. winning smile <laughs> and his winning smile so i don't want to spend too much time on this because we're already just about at 90 minutes here and we still have two top stories to go through this almost could have been a top story yeah it's just very so close. well next week on. or next time when you know sean catches up Yes. And we're on issue four. And yeah. then, then it'll be our top story. Right? <laughs> so I, I'm crash course for Jimmy Olsen, <laughs> if there is such a thing. So it's it's very uh, it's very nonlinear, kind of like Powers of X. We're getting different kind of perspectives on this story time-wise. So we keep going back to Colonial. Uh, what was the name of the... Colonial Metropolis, but it, was, it had a different o name. New Oberstram? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. Because it, it was originally owned by the Olsons. The Olsons were like the the like heir, like the birthright to the land. So right. it was New Ob Oberstram or whatever. Yeah, so we, we skip around between this like colonial New Oberstram. Where it's where it's like the Olsons, the, the old school Olsons fighting with the old school like Lex Luthor family, right. like the lineage. So there's like, there's a whole like ancient beef there, which is ancient interesting. Beef. And then there's this, this, timeline from like i guess a couple months ago mm -hmm. of jimmy olsen getting into some crazy ass antics and then we have this timeline of a couple months from now where 
Jimmy Olsen's living in Gotham and like everyone thinks he's dead. Because yep. someone's trying to murder him. Yeah. Well, as we yeah. find out in this issue that it's he had to move to Gotham because someone's trying to murder him. Right. So basically what's going on is uh, in the in the early days of Metropolis when they really start, first started building, I guess it was almost like an apology for being such dicks to the, the Olsen family. <laughs> the Luther family built this giant lion. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> It, in present day, Luther's trying to knock it down so he can build more real estate. Yeah. And the Olsen family's trying to like save it. They're doing this whole like Yeah, it's like this is our this is our culture. This is this is important to like the the like history of our town. And Luther is like, yo, but gentrification is great. <laughs> right. <laughs> the so real the, villain. So me meanwhile. Yeah. Yeah. That's shocking. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, right. Jimmy Olsen's doing this weird stunt where he's getting pushed out of a like a spaceship. So <laughs> he keeps doing viral campaigns for the planet yeah. of doing stunts. Right. Yeah. And this is tw- one of them. Trending on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. So they wanted them to jump from space to with Earth. A, without a parachute. Yeah. And they were supposed to inject him with with some sort of like stem cells or something that would make him survive. But instead, no, they just inject him with turtle DNA. <laughs> and he turns into like a giant Gamera on his way. Uh, <laughs> John, John <laughs> just quit Sean. the podcast. <laughs> so he turns into this like Gamera monster and... Uh, at the velocity that he's coming in, and he's headed like straight to the city. To so the that, lion. Yeah, he yeah. smashes so that, the lion. So that Superman gets involved and tries to veer him off course. They end up just smashing directly through this lion and just knocking it down. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it was an Olsen that knocked down this <laughs> this lion. And in this issue, you learn that he was turned uh, into a turtle on purpose maliciously. Right. Yeah. Like, by, uh, by someone who was blackmailed by Luther. By Turtle Man? <laughs> no, that's the turtle. That's the Flash villain. He's a baby right oh now. Oh my god! <laughs> Keep up, David RJ. <laughs> so, so anyway, so uh, Jimmy Olsen uh, eventually finds out that someone's trying to kill him. So, through some weird goings on, he obtains this lifelike. It's like almost actually a live decoy. It's like a, a life model decoy like, from Marvel. Like an LMD. Yeah. 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 So he sits at a, at a chair at his at his apartment, and he's with Metamorpho. Well, they bring they he has Metamorpho help him bring it in. They're like lugging it up to his apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Metamorpho is just helping him move. But like the second he draws the shades, just like pop, 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 pop. Like this thing gets like immediately s- like four bullets in its chest, and then he starts whispering. <laughs> like, Why are you whispering? <laughs> we just almost died. See bullets. Yeah, and it's like look, the, the the decoy worked. He's like, no, now you it thinks you're dead. It yeah, only it's works. Like, it's it's like now you're dead because someone <laughs> wanted you dead and now they're celebrating because they think that you're dead. So then now he, he ends up moving to uh, to Gotham. And becoming Well, he also Timmy. has to bury himself. Yeah, <laughs> yes. he, he buries himself and he buries his uh, his super secret uh, Superman tracker watch with himself. That was a really sad moment. That was oh, really, that was really sad. sad. He's actually. like, I know you can hear me because you're always listening and I can't do this. Uh, with I can't let you help me this time. And I was like, "Geez, yeah, I'm gonna tear up." That yeah, was that, that was, was really kind of sad. And and uh, the coolest thing about this book is Superman is a giant goofball. <laughs> uh, I thought it was gonna be the fake mustache. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll get to that. So like, um, Perry tries to fire Olson because you know he just destroyed a national landmark. Yep. And, and, and oh, there's a, there's a whole there's an Olson clause to their insurance. Yeah. 
because he's such a disaster. <laughs> Everything he does is such a calamity. It just reminds me of Batman White Knight. Own, yeah. But for Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, exactly. But in like a funny, cute way. Yeah, like he a, has to have his own insurance clause to, to pay for olsen related mishaps and like and like perry white is just like i'm done i can't i can't pay this clause anymore i gotta fire you man but then somebody was like you know even with the money that we're spending on insurance for jimmy he's the only thing making money at because we planet. all work at a newspaper <laughs> <laughs> right so like his his like online stunts are the only thing bringing ad revenue to yeah. to the planet so perry has like no choice but to keep him on yeah. so very then, reluctant so then he he goes out to get this like this big scoop where superman's going to reveal some unknown powers that he oh has my God, and he ends up doing like <laughs> he ends up doing like close-up magic he's oh like oh my. wow super close-up magic oh he's like also God. i can get anyone to buy me a hot dog no matter what <laughs> and like the next panel he's eating a hot dog <laughs> and he's like oh and uh, anytime i put on glasses no one can recognize me <laughs> and he oh like starts God. to put on the glasses but then the panel cuts away <laughs> <laughs> I love that sequence so much. This so so my favorite thing about this book is that every like two pages it like completely shuffles so, into a different story. Yeah. Each each like storyline begins with a big Jack Kirby box and ends with a bow tie. Yeah. And I love all of it yes. always. Because it's, it's very it's, old school. It's but it's old school but also this very like like especially in issue 3 he's just like who done it and why done it and why they done it? I don't know. Keep writing. Keep reading because I just uh, I probably need to go back to a writing class to figure out how to actually do this. And it's like very the, like self aware and like stream of consciousness. So the yeah. whole book is like Matt, Matt Fraction is a is a character in this yes, book. Yes, one hundred percent. The whole book is really Fraction unhinge, but the text boxes specifically feel like they're not edited. Yes, like it's just his <laughs> mental uh, mental path being written down yeah and how he's creating this and, and it's and, like, and because of that like since the story is told non-sequentially you're trying to keep up and he's trying to keep up yeah at the same time it's just like I, I we'll figure it out just uh keep reading we'll like like, <laughs> like this sort, is a sort comic book transcript of just fraction walking just pacing around with a tape recorder in his yeah. hand just like it's like all right, i guess i have to draw it as he says uh, it uh, story idea uh jimmy also gets sucked into a black hole and then steve <laughs> lieber just furiously yeah, <laughs> he also gets sucked into a black hole it's like really kind of gruesome like oh, dude, he's yes. in this like mini black hole with this scientist and something goes incredibly haywire the scientist doesn't end up making it and yada 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 the the last panel of that story is uh, Jimmy, Lois, and Clark just like walking down the street, and Clark's like, "Well, that idea really sucked." It's like, "Whoa, dude!" <laughs> oh and then, my god! And then the, the whole time, Jimmy's just like, "I saw him die." He I, got... I saw him like deconstructed atom by atom. <laughs> he's like, "Oh Jesus!" He's like, yeah, he's like, ho like horrified. <laughs> but by meanwhile, it. like Clark is cracking jokes. Yeah, like... it's so ridiculous. <laughs> and like Lois is laughing about dude, it. But... You guys are blowing my mind. Yeah, I he he can't. I mean, There's... I can't believe he just crushed adam by adam into intismal destiny i i saw him i, I saw he saved me and it's just getting like smaller and smaller and there's also these huge crisis. uh huge pages of of no narration and just 
it's like a montage of every viral thing Jimmy has done. Oh, yeah. those are so and good. They're they're so ridiculous. Because yeah. <laughs> they're like, where's the story behind that panel? And then like two issues later, there it is. Like there's, it's like very much that. Yeah. If you go Isn't back there? Like, it's like Superman's like, but Jimmy, remember? Are you yeah. sure you don't want to come with me? He's like, no, it's too dangerous. It's like, yeah, but didn't you just? And then, it just <laughs> and then it's like two pages of like the the craziest. You guys antics. describing this makes it seem like Matt Fraction just filled out an ad lib and this dude had to draw it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Also, but maybe I, the mayor is a dinosaur. Oh my god! Yeah, they keep referring to the mayor Stop. as as oh that old dinosaur. That's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's there's this bit where uh, where Clark winks at the camera and he's like, "It looks like that's a job for Superman." And then you turn the page, and on the next page, he's still winking and still looking at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, so they're talking about like the Olsen claws. Not to not to derail your what you were about to say, but like they're talking about the Olsen claws. And he says, "Oh come on, guys, name one." T-. And then like the next page is him running from a dinosaur. Him with like as a ghost chasing a ghost villain. <laughs> him with a camera while like bullets whiz back his head, like by, like by his head. Him like kind of goofily running while a semi truck is about to crash on his head. It's like it's the one where he like clearly interrupted a gorilla wedding. <laughs> the gorilla wedding. He's in a pit hat. He's in a pit hat again. <laughs> uh, and then like there's one where it's like him with a bunch of like mummy people, like the entire. And it's just like all you see are his, the, his eyes. <laughs> yeah. I, I also there's this subplot oh, where so he good. got a Pulitzer Prize for getting this this picture of Lex Luthor being hauled away in oh, handcuffs, yeah. mostly because yeah. he tripped. He, and then he like just tied, took he like didn't have his two his shoes tied and he tripped and he got the great like the best shot of Luther <laughs> and he won a Pulitzer. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of like Jimmy stumbling into greatness and stumbling out of danger. Yeah, it's just it's a him, lot of that. It's and just him asking around, but yeah. like asking around in such a way that like he just he's just winning upwards in a in a really funny and beautiful way yeah it's like uh <laughs> it's like that that little girl in the animaniacs with the dog that's just constantly saving her life but she just keeps... she's ambivalent to that it's happening yeah, and all. just uh, just by being so ambivalent she's just indestructible it's, it's the same way like he's just he's friends with with superman so nothing bad can possibly happen but like him. yeah in like in the in a situation where he would have gotten murdered he happened to have the life model decoy <laughs> yeah. and like this just like this so convenient convenient that he just <laughs> narrowly escapes and like his concept of escaping it of, of like hiding that he's dead is his fake mustache and changing his name to irresponsible blogger timmy olsen yeah <laughs> he doesn't even change his last name oh i love when God. books are silver age but they're they're meta silver age and yes. they're so aware of how bonkers comics were during yeah. that period yes. it is it is definitely it's another book where like i feel like tom king gets it where he like the Mr. Miracle run is like, I understand the the beauty of like Silver Age comics and I'm going to use that to my advantage for like the wacky zany aspect and then like insert human like, like yeah. kind of kind of like use the medium in a unique way that like we've learned nowadays to do. And like this is kind of the same thing where it's just like wacky zany antics, but with a really cool creative writing twist that like you wouldn't have seen back then. Like, yeah, it's it's very cool. It's playing with the medium in a really cool way. Anyway, we've got to move this on. <laughs> uh, we still have two top stories. We've got Absolute Carnage number three and House of X number five. five. Yep. What do you guys want to do first? Uh, let's let's car- let's close out with uh, with House of X. Okay, okay. deal. Let's do it. Because that was. I yeah. loved Carnage. Yeah. I loved both of them. And not a whole ton happened in Carnage, so there's not really a whole lot to say. 
it's a lot of buildup from what I've been talking about in Venom. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. If you haven't been reading Venom, this issue isn't quite as huge, but yeah, like or coherent. Yeah, exactly. I think I'd imagine. Some, <laughs> yeah, there's some cool little. You can kind of yes here, and though. be like, okay, something happened while they were gone. Like the maker's gone, but you don't know why. They don't. They never say that the maker got infested by <laughs> multiple symbiotes. They just kind of like, oh, the maker just ran off. Um, I, think I don't big, spend this much money on comics to yes and things. <laughs> yeah. I need continuity. Well, yeah. I think the big takeaway here is that Eddie and Venom are very much, uh, they're, they're at a crossroads here on how they want to handle the situation. I yeah. was going to bring this up uh, to extend that. It's really interesting to me. They're both fathers now. Yes. And that is a dynamic, obviously, that hasn't been around since in, until now. Yeah. And there's this moment where... Uh, Venom is about to go kill Carnage and uh, Eddie doesn't want that to happen. So Eddie walks one way and the symbiote comes off of him and it's so... Yeah, like Eddie's like, I gotta go take care of my kid and and the Venom symbiote is like, me too. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's this very cool opposite ends of the same spectrum The one thing thing Kate says, uh, obviously I, I don't think I've read nearly enough symbiote stuff but the one thing that Kate's run has done, at least to me, has injected a lot of humanity into Eddie. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe even the symbiote, kind of. Yeah, no, 100%. Because um, I've never cared about any of these characters at all. I and mean, he got me. I, I'm fully invested. Yeah, for sure. So I, I love that dynamic. Yeah, so they're like warm back and forth. And eventually, like, Eddie picks up Matt Gargan to go try to save him. And he goes right, to yeah. the lair. <laughs> And he opens the door and it's Spider-Man, The Thing, Wolverine, Captain America, and Bruce Banner. And Spider-Man's just, hey. Uh, <laughs> which which I didn't realize because like, like, like RJ said, I haven't read much symbiote stuff. But with the exception of Bruce Banner, all of those characters have had the symbiote. So they all went there for the explicit purpose of seeing if the Codex machine works, getting the Codex out of them so then they can fight Carnage. Which because, you find right, out. Yeah. It does. It does. And then they... They start trying to get the codices out of everyone that's there, but I think they do Spider-Man last because Eddie's like, "Hey, I'm a, I'm oh, a." Oh, that was a really cool moment. I was like, yeah. "I'm gonna need him, so we're well, gonna do him last." So Spider-Man is like, "It's my fault. I'm the one. Like, I, I, I'm the one who brought the the symbiote here. This is my responsibility. I'm kind of big on responsibility. I'm gonna be last because I need to make sure that this goes well." But then the the symbiote inside of Eddie's head is just like. Tell him we've been here since the beginning like, of time. Should we tell yeah. him? Tell him. Tell him I've been Beowulf and I've been yeah. like all of these. Th- you know. Yeah. I, I and then like like Eddie's like no, you're fine. Yeah, you should take responsibility. You'll, you'll go last. Yeah, you'll right. go last. Yep. Uh, so who's gonna go first? Yeah, basically, because like, yeah. like I need his help. I can't do this alone. And we kind of also missed the fact that in the first page, uh, Eddie is like grief stricken by losing Miles. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Miles God. is a monster now. And you kind yes, of see yeah. him like trying to like. There was a cool panel. You see Miles. It almost looks like he's inside Carnage. It looks like trying it's to the, fight his way it's out, the but he sunken can't help place himself. from Get Out. He's yeah. like he's yeah. like drowning yeah. in this like he's aware, abyss. but he's stuck and he can't. He's yeah. there. He's just Carnage and out still. Yeah, and he has no real control over it. Yeah, which is I think it was really, and that's like yeah, that's like where he the whole I got to take care of my. Yeah, yeah. I've already lost over. one kid. I can't lose my kid. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, so then, like, they they put all the heroes into the little chambers, and like, basically, Bruce Banner is kind of like running the machine now because they they need another smart guy since the maker ran off. So, the, basically, they put all you know all the heroes. Uh, they put Cap and the thing and Wolverine and all them into and Normie and Normie into into the the machine to get the codices out of them. And you see Eddie standing there, just kind of staring 
like oh, like kind of yeah. just like 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 staring off into the and he's got this like really creepy look on his face and Pete's like talking to him. But he doesn't have any of the contusions. He and doesn't. I noticed that too. His yeah. eye isn't swollen shut. He just looks like regular Eddie. And you're like, yo, Eddie, what's uh, what's are you like? What's going on? And then you realize it's Carnage shapeshifted. Like it's like Cletus Cassidy shapeshifted into Eddie and is like infiltrated the. Uh, I didn't even know he could do that. Is that a thing that Carnage has always been able to do, or is that because he's like near God God tier? Who knows? Okay, but uh, th- this is he didn't turn back into Carnage until after Spider Man mentions that Eddie's a father. Right. Yeah, and then Eddie comes in and calls Spider Man Peter. Yo, then, I didn't even. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was like one of the tip offs there. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, then you get to the next couple of panels. <laughs> There's the lead in. They're talking about you mentioned all the symbiote people, and they made a. What's the? They made it's a like you know my name now. Scream it. Well, they and they made a very good point of pointing out. Hi, I'm Bruce Banner. No, I haven't had a symbiote. Yeah, oddly yet. enough, I haven't <laughs> been. They, they made a very yeah. Clear I was like, that seems like it's important. Out. And then basically, the, the, so the whole theme of Venom's like warring with Eddie's like. I need someone who's strong enough. Are you going to be strong enough? Yeah, if you you're need, not going to be strong enough. You need to enough, murder. Like, I don't care yeah. if you're morally we opposed to it. We have to murder yeah, these people. we got to take care of this. And if yeah. you're not going to do it, I'm going to find someone who's strong enough. And yeah. who would be strong enough? Who is the strongest one there is? Hmm. hmm. Who's in this room? <laughs> who's in this there. room that's he's awake? There. He's Yeah, he's in a little pot. Well, then you start... So Carnage starts attacking, and then he, like, tries to, like, attack, turn Banner into a carnage and then venom latches on to banner and they're like warring with each other and now you have yeah well the funniest part is that like so the the symbiote jumps off of eddie and he's like and he clearly jumps onto bruce banner and cletus is like well that was a bit anticlimactic i didn't <laughs> oh yeah i don't know who that nerd is supposed oh, yeah, to be they thought they killed him yeah 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 because <laughs> yeah, he like just like he just shot sca- him in the chest yeah but like oh guess what hulk is also immortal now yeah. uh as we know i and mean there's such a cool like these three couple panels it's like so he like starts to transform and then mm-hmm. cletus is like wait what the hell was that i felt that who were you yeah and then i am he he no <laughs> We are Hulk. Yeah. And you have this awesome full page panel oh, of Venom such a Hulk. Good reveal. Yeah. It looks such a good reveal of Venom Hulk. So, so cool. Great. I mean, that's like one of those gimmicky things. I feel like there was a long time, especially in like the nineties and the early two thousands, where it was just like, and you're a venom, and you're a venom, and you're a venom, and like every single character, like like the the Hulk and Wolverine and Spider Man, like everyone's yeah. gotten a venom at some point. Uh but that a, splash reveal dude, is so cool. I fell Hulk, for it. A venom Hulk. Like you gotta be. That's pretty. Yeah, that's hard to beat. That's gonna be tough. To I beat. mean, like Thanos has had a venom. Uh, that's I don't know which is tougher, honestly. Like they're both rough. That's that's, 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 that's a rough that's one. That's a tough one. <laughs> but yeah, th- this made me go like, oh, dude, like out loud. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I was. I, I love it when comics do that. When you can make me react out loud to a comic, like that's a that's a yeah. very special, a very thing. powerful. Yeah, especially because like I know I've seen the gimmick done a million times before, but this comic did the gimmick really good. Yeah, I, I was I was reading this in the car with, as someone else was driving. I was like, oh, she's like, wait, what? I'm like. Dude, this comic's awesome. I was just like, I did like, this. I was did in like a, some crazy like, Venom Hulk. Yeah. Like, I was like, they just did some awesome stuff. Like, I, I did the same thing with X Men. So she's like, don't worry about X Men. I'm just like, X Men's nuts right now. It's so mm. good. I, I can't. Like, that's fine. <laughs> so speaking of which, that's a good segue. Yeah, let's Dude, jump right into it. That was a wrap. Quick. Let's not understate how awesome Carnage. I mean, yeah, yeah. Carnage has been we did it quick, consistently but it was awesome. very great. Yeah. It's um, so fun. This one is a pretty it wasn't a it wasn't not a lot happened, but it you felt get, like a short cool. issue. It wasn't a plot heavy, it was a it well, was an action. Of, action. I think some of the other ones were double sized. At least the first one. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it felt like right. I was like at the end of it, I was like, what? 
Yeah, the big it also like yeah. ended in the middle of the book. Like there's a bunch of ads and crap after it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So true, true, true. Th- there's not a whole lot in that issue, but it is uh, if you're not reading Carnage, you got to. Yeah, it's, it's an event worth checking out. Dude, this book though. This yeah. is, oh, you, oh, man. About a monstrous yeah. House of X number five. And I've been I've been looking forward to it because if you look in the very back at the like reading order, there's only three issues that are highlighted in red. The first one. one is the Moira like mm-hmm. mind blower. Moira is, has is a mutant issue. And this is the second this is highlighted the, in RJ red. RJ was right. <laughs> they were pod people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole time. RJ. Which I did also see coming, but not in this way. Well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone saw it coming this way. Yeah. No. Dude, I, gold balls. My man. This my reveal. Boy, gold, gold balls. This I, reveal. I have been a huge fan of gold balls since <laughs> he came He came into into being in. Was it. Uh, it's Bendis' is Uncanny. Oh, uh, was Bendis' Uncanny? I thought he was one of the Hope kids. No. No. I don't believe so. I think that's. It uh, was a Bendis Pixie, character. Or not. Uh, that's like. Um, oh, man. I don't remember any of their uh, names. That's not important. That's all right. There's it's a million not X-Men. these guys. But, but I, I've always been a big fan of Gold Balls because I've always, I've always kind of made the joke like every mutant has a useful ability. Mm hmm. And, and, he, like, and his is just not at all. Mutation is random. Like, there, there's got to be mutations that are just not at all useful but just like okay well cool. the, did you read the not to di- sidetrack entirely but did you read the miniseries called the worst x-men in the world or like the worst ever x-men or something no. like that um the the plot it was like a little miniseries but the plot was that this kid his mutant ability was that he could explode but only once because it would actually kill him oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but then it turns <laughs> out like his best friend is like the most powerful her her mutant ability is like rewriting like like or like being there to change every single plot so she's always just been in the background and you never knew it and she'd like fixed every single oh mutant. yeah i do remember that That was such a funny mini well, there's also yeah. like forget me not right yeah you can't yeah. see him yeah you, you just, as soon as you see look away you forget him yeah um and then short pack who's so small that he was in x-men number one you just didn't see him <laughs> and uh and beak oh, oh yeah from, uh, from grant morrison's run <laughs> and now we add gold balls but gold like balls. i've i've always loved gold balls because it's such a, it's such a ridiculous mutant power he can just summon like dodgeballs were they <laughs> worth something like did he sell them they, they, ke- they keep saying they're golden balls but i don't think they're made out of they weren't they're, well, they're, they're, they're all capital g gold I feel as like we learn a, now they're eggs i feel like there's a <laughs> bendis <laughs> well not really but i feel like there's yeah. a bendis moment where they talk about the value of them but i'm not sure uh, maybe hmm. they're just made of biological matter and so anyway way. yes so but, so in, in this issue you find out uh that the eggs are that that, that the gold balls are eggs but yeah, they're so, but th- alone they are unviable eggs yeah it's the combination it, it is the combination of gold balls proteus elixir tempest and hope basically they have these gold balls they um inject mutant dna yeah whatever them. mutant you would prefer to resurrect and then they use what was it um Thanks, well, Sinister. They reality warp them with, into with Proteus, being right? fertile. Yeah. To being fertile. And then Elixir's like, okay, you are now things. Yeah. And, and then like, brings uh, life to them. The, and and then, then Ava changes the digestion period. It makes it go a lot faster. Yes. Then Hope is there to just kind of like make everything work. Well, yeah, because she to can its uh, optimal. She way. can rogue, but for multiple powers. Yeah. And uh, through Wi Fi. <laughs> sure. <right. laughs> just yeah. like being wirelessly yeah. rogue. Has it ever really been defined? 
She's so powerful. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they've ever She's, like, nailed down her. Her powers are so her. big it that they can't says really it here, talk it just about says, it. Yeah. Capable of enhancing and synergizing the other resurrection mutant powers. So I guess that's she can enhance and yeah. synergize powers. Yes. But, but she was there when um when Storm and uh and the cuckoos were doing the the water. So she could have been mm-hmm. helping enhance the powers yeah, so they could do it so far. She has maybe. power augmentation abilities, so she can she can when she's around, any mutant ability around her is like turned up to she 11. also yeah. got rid of the phoenix yeah she yeah. no more mutants the phoenix yeah she's pretty crazy she's yeah, one of my favorite intense. characters oh. but it's it this is odd behavior for her because i feel like she's kind of being used as a tool well this is well, like well, it's kind are. of odd behavior for everyone yeah but so, i feel like especially hope because like hope's been through a, a whole lot and she's yeah she's very like rogue in the sense of like moral she's, center she's she's got her own moral center she does her own thing she's she works better by herself so i think because she was be raised a, by cable I feel right. like in a, a weird, post-apocalyptic future yeah. so the other piece of this and i think this is what i maybe think like so the other piece so they do this they make husks of all these characters basically so they made they made pod people of cyclops and all them but then xavier uses his i guess you now kind of revealed his cerebral helmet that he's been wearing yeah and can download people's minds back into these huts. Yeah, like yeah, he the, makes like backups of everything. The, yeah. the true the true purpose of Cerebo is not to find mutants but to back. but to download your personality and restore them into and, this. And then like once they have it in Cerebro, he can at any time use so it to have like a, which is some person- super villain stuff, man. Yeah. And is it even personality? It says like anima. It's, it's like it's entity. their essence. There is, it's, their, yeah. well, it's their being. So like and that's why they and have their the memories whole, and everything that's else. That's why they have the whole ceremony so they can prove that they're them once but they re-download. Here's the thing. You could do some messed up stuff he, in yeah, between there. All of this for sure relies on pure unfathomable trust in Xavier that he's, that not he's doing anything that fishy. he is just doing that he is restoring you as you and not including what he wants you to be right yep and I I can't get behind that I and I don't think fishy. mutants would get behind there's that. no so way there isn't the some kind of inception going on and and here's the thing everybody might be going along with it because everybody may have already been potted up yeah it, it, it's it, as far as we know as far as the reader knows this is the first time this has happened but how are we supposed to believe that? Yeah, because everyone's no, just going along going with it. No, going from pods in like one of the first issues. But that, the f- it, that was a flashback to, that was a flash forward to this. Oh, maybe. That was literally well, then they this talk, awakening. Then they, lit- then they literally talk about like the logistics of how many pod people, because basically the idea is they're going to use this to restore all mutant kind. Yeah. Because they have all of, through Sinister, collecting the DNA, they have the DNA of all the mutants. And he has their memory, like their, yeah. their, like their brains. So, so they're going to reverse no more mutants. They're going to they're gonna restore re- every and, and, extinction and event that has happened. Yeah, yeah Genosha. Exactly. So that's why there's been this big emphasis on all of the extinction events. And it's yep. just like, we're going to reverse that. Which, yeah, the ethics behind all of it is mind-boggling. They're, they're, they're muddled at best. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly. we also <laughs> see political muddling with yes. Emma, where she oh, yeah. gets uh, co- the convinced. Krakoa. Yeah. Quote, 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 hard, hard quotes yeah. convinced. convinced someone to the, vote the, the other yeah, way. So they, they go to the yeah. UN no, summit. To abstain from oh, to abstain. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Couldn't so they go. They vote. go to the UN summit later on in the book. Well, first, first the, the pod people wake up, and it's all the people that died in the crazy issue where they all died. And and storm <laughs> cool. storm is kind of leading this like near cult like 
ceremony like, th- yeah is it yeah who is this this is my friend this is my sister this is my brother you well, know them but what are they and then everyone screams mutant well, and it's just like cult well cult, the whole point cult. is Everything like is she has who <laughs> like what is your name and how do i know you're you yeah, and yeah. they have to say something every time which i thought was kind of like yeah. h- how they defined each and character. they're all they're all like throwbacks to old issues which exactly I thought was really cool i thought my f- like Jean was probably my favorite one. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, I'm the that, only me. That's she a, is. Yeah, I like that's that's badass. <laughs> and it's and it's a direct quote from I forget which issue, but RJ found the original yeah. issue or whatever it was. But yeah, like every time they do that, they all cheer. Like oh, yes, this is my brother, this is my sister, and wh- who are they? And they all yell mutant, and it's just like a very yeah. How do I know uh, it's you, Jean? And she says very I, uneasy. Oh, I'm vibe. the only me that there ever was, Aurora. And she's like, yes, I I, I this is my sister. I know her. Yes, you do. This yes, this is her name. This is Jean Grey. But she's more than that. What is she? And then everyone's screaming. But even as they're doing this, Xavier and Magneto are talking, and Magneto's like, "I know I should be happy, but like, I should be happy with joy." But but like he's he's hesitant. yeah, he's he's reluctant, and like, so he feels something weird's going on. And Xavier's like, "I know, I know, but this is good work." Like kind of like shut shut up yeah like, like let yeah, me do uh, that uh, so like even magneto's like this is this so is magneto weird. is the one that's questioning the morals and xavier's like ah, it's fine <laughs> yeah but i mean like i feel like magneto's seen this movie before and i think that's yeah. where his hesitance is coming from and i think but xavier's just kind of like i got this bro. like just let me do it like, like it's, it's everything's di- it's fine. different this time i swear yeah yeah, yeah exactly like, <laughs> for me i don't think there's like I, th- I think the ethics of resurrecting people is is scary but I think the trust in Xavier, like we've seen every single like, oh, communism was great on paper. Like, yeah, Marx had a really great idea. And then Lenin got a hold of it. And look what happened. You know, or not Lenin, uh, Stalin got a hold of it. Yeah. And look what happened. Yeah, like Lenin got it and then Stalin stole it from him. And it's like, oh, this is what happens when one person controls everything. So Xavier is the like, he's just got his finger on the trigger. Yeah. And you have to trust that. And that's super scary to me. Like, yeah, I, no, I, sure. don't, like I don't like I don't I I don't Especially blame all of them for being happy the resurrection exists. That's super cool. Like all your friends that you've ever loved and everyone's been extinct and like the world's persecuted you. I understand like being excited that we've overcome death and played God, but uh But now there's <laughs> there's no consequences for anything yes. now. Yeah. They they've made their own master mold. They played God. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it's, right. It's it's yep. a mutant master mold. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Whoa, they, I didn't even think of it that so way. So now they're sending people on missions. It's, so that mission, a couple of issues ago, they knew to succeed, they were going to die. Mm-hmm. And that Xavier and all these guys were going to bring them back. Because that's the first thing Cyclops says when he gets his memory. He's like, did it work? Yeah. It's like, oh, this this is a whole different dynamic on how the X-Men are trying to accomplish. They're almost fanatical. Like, we're going to die, but we but not really. Like, yeah. They have, they, they, they have the cheat code. They have a save state. They've yeah. accepted yeah. death they have and accepted that it's, it's not easy. an option. It's anymore. interesting to see because mutants are born, you're human, and then your Turn. mutant gene activates. Yeah. So they're born from humanity. And Xavier's whole dream was coexistence with humanity. But now they the worth of humanity as a whole, they don't they deem lesser. So now they have a way to get mutants without having someone's X gene activated. Yep. They're we being born out of mutant. Yeah. 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 So yeah. now it's mutants for mutants, which, I mean, that, that's been that's the Xavier's theme. thing from the get-go. Yeah, the, this. this whole book, it just kind of does scream ethnostate, which is really scary. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, which I think that comes from, like, Magneto's like, mm, I've seen this before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a bit ethnostate-y. And, like, it's like, I understand that we are finally winning, but what at what 
cost. Speaking of. <laughs> yes. So then the then end of the, the book. And then Wolverine's like, yeah, so you skip a couple of pages more and then you kind of see a couple of days later and Wolverine's, are, are you sure? Yes, yeah, this is this a good like, idea? Are you sure this is a good idea? And then it opens up and like all the baddies come over. Yeah. Villains, every single I, one. I'm not even sure I recognize every single one of these. I'm sure villains. RJ's got them, but the big, the big <laughs> one. Pulls out list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, here's my dossier of all the villains that are listed the big here. One, Scroll. The big one that rolls in is Apocalypse. And yeah. like, uh, but like, th- there's there's some main ones like Mr. like Sinister. Sinister walks in, Callisto. <laughs> Callisto is it you know, Exodus? A big one. All right, you know what? <laughs> so, so <laughs> woman on a dragon. Walk, you know is there a woman on a dragon back there? I don't even know who that is. And in that second panel, is that Exodus too? Yes, Exodus. Exodus, and then of course Gorgon and some awesome, uh, like Celine and Shaw. Oh yeah, that's Shaw coming through. Lady too. Mastermind. Is that Emma in the first panel in a, in a black suit? That's or is Lady Mastermind. That's Lady Mastermind. Okay. It kind of looks like Emma too. Um, yeah. No, there's, there's a lot of crazy yeah. villains. It's like every villain and people I don't even recognize. I love, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I love Hickman's apocalypse. Yes. Oh, he it's so good. So great. Dude, mm-hmm. I, I love the interaction he has. And Wolverine's like, are you going to be cool? Yeah. Because we know your deal. And he's like, why wouldn't I be? Yeah, mutants you guys are, are finally... finally doing what I've been trying to do forever. Also, he's like, that should be you. a red look, flag. That is a yeah. massive red flag. Like, it's like, look at you guys. Yeah, I've been trying. I'm, yes, I'm 100% We are finally with you. the superior race. Yeah. It's so That's funny like, yeah. that this whole series has been like, my, my whole lens for this has been Xavier is up to something. And, the, and yeah. I I've never liked Xavier as a character. Yeah, but I'm so ready to jump in Apocalypse's big arms. I love, <laughs> I love ready, ready to get that that big spoon action. He's great. Yeah, yeah. that's a big big. That's a big spoon. spoon. That's He's like good. a it's like a kid like a like He's a big a wooden spoon, and I'm a little teaspoon. <laughs> I love Apocalypse. He's, he's such a good character. But then they make him do like the oath and like yeah, I just and then you and then Xavier. and Wolverine's whole thing is like, are some people beyond like saving and saving and then, and then they make, they an Apocalypse bends the knee for lack of a better term yeah and xavier's like all right let it be known mutants yeah he's like I, I, for all mutants now yeah and Good, like bad, i, I obey your laws the, your laws i you know yeah. that's the truth so i'll obey your laws and we I finally have what i want and there's a little note it's so great he walks on there and he's like he's like says hi to Krakow. it's like oh old friend it's yeah. been a long yeah, time because like, of what we talked about last like, week that's last awesome week, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it's really cool i just can't wait for the battle with the evil Krakoa. Yeah, that that's definitely be cool. coming at some uh, point. Yeah, that'll happen. It's it, better than DC the humans are? Island. <laughs> cooey, cooey, cooey. <laughs> yeah, so this, th- this, this broke my head. Like uh, this book was awesome. This new X Men series is is either going to be the best or greatest thing that's ever happened. Best, best or greatest, and that's the only greatest. two options. There's no, yeah. It, I think it's both. It could be both. Yeah. The fact oh, did I say best or greatest? You did. Yep. <laughs> I'm an imbecile. <laughs> but I think you're correct. Yeah. It will be the best or greatest. Of- <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think this will be. You're not wrong, though. I, don't, I guess not. I don't think, th- considering this is the lead-in. Yeah. This isn't no even, we're not even on this. I keep bad. saying that. We're not even at the book yet. This it, is whatever just the Whatever he's prequel. got planned for the book, I, like, it's going to be nuts. Yeah. I read each, each issue kind of expecting some kind of pivot turn or something yeah and he there's so much 
he's every issue just it was like that's not what you thought at all yeah nope. yeah it's like even like we knew it was pod people but not like that you know like no, not in the same gold way. balls was gonna be a god <laughs> right <laughs> and even like you kind of knew they were working with apocalypse but you didn't really know how you didn't know to what yeah, end. And it's and like, like oh it, he's just on their team now. yeah it wasn't like enemy of my enemy is my friend it's like oh no we're like buddies yeah we're buds now you're yeah. you're on our team it wasn't a means to an end it is right. literally that is uh, yeah yeah it's, we're it's on the insane. same team it's, and, he and, is an X and that is going to continue because he is in which which is he in Excalibur what's the team that he's on that's uh, been solicited I think it's Excalibur he, there's so they've already so solicited the all the team. all the teams so, so there's like the regular X Men book and then there's mutants and then there's Excalibur and like like Marauders there's a bunch of different, he's on one of them so he's like a regular that's gonna be awesome yeah yeah so that's a great character yeah it's gonna be I can't wait so, so yeah so that's that's so last good. week's books. So this was a long one today. Yeah, it was. Sorry, Woo. guys. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was last week's books. Uh, what's going on this week? There's a, there's um, a to, today. Let's I think see. Harleen number one is probably. Oh yeah, China. that's going to be a topic. That. That's a good yeah. one. Um, that, I'm really excited for that. Deadly class is finally back. Uh, so me and Sean will be is reading this, that. Is this the sure. new arc? Yep. Oh, yeah, it's it's the up. it's like the the like going after the rats again. I'm gonna have to next... read it because I don't want to get it ruined. <laughs> 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 I'm excited for Batman Superman. Oh yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's that's the been Shazam fun. who laughs mm-hmm. makes his appearance. Oh, safe again. sex, yep. safe sex is gonna be great. Safe sex, yeah, safe sex. That looks like that's right up my alley. That's Tommy Gun Wizards. Yeah. Oh, Tommy Gun Wizards. Yep, that mm-hmm. looks good. Uh, new issue of uh, Turtles Team NT ninety eight, which is leading Sinkevich up to drawing new mutants again. Yeah, really uh, excited about well, this new don't, TMNT series. Don't bury the lead there, RJ. Chris, <laughs> no. Chris Claremont's back writing. I didn't bury any lead. Yeah, I'm here for Sinkevich. I'm not here for Chris Claremont. To be honest. The second and final issue of that White Trees book? I thought it was a three. three Is it a three? Well, whatever. White Trees. It might be two. Either way. Either way, it's great. I love it. Figure it out. If the book ends or not. I'll tell you. More sad dads with orange having orange in the woods. Sad dads. Sad sad gay dads. My favorite book. Sad gay dads. (laughs) (laughs) Strike Force number one. That's the new team for Marvel. That looks like it might be fun. Uh, Criminal. I'll read that. uh, Brubaker Criminal. Love Criminal. So good. Nonstop. Love it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is good stuff. uh, People have good choices. That's a, so that's this week's books. this week's books after last week's books. <laughs> so uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at last week's comics. If you like what you hear and you want more, please support us by going to duelinggenre.com slash support. Not only will you help us keep the lights on here at Tales from the Short Box, but you'll get a ton of Patreon exclusive content from the whole Dueling Genre family. And please support your local comic shop. Get out there, buy some comics, and we'll see you next week. For myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.